What's going on, everybody? Cali Desk Podcast, episode 12. Here we are again, uh, back on the normal schedule. It's, it seems like we were just doing this yesterday with Defeated Sanity, but here we are again. But yeah, back on the Thursday night schedule. Uh, I'm here with my resident homies, Casey, Joel, and Joseph, and we got a special guest today, our close friend, Carrie Gear of Son Aurelius fame. And uh, well, you guys will do your announcement soon with uh, the other band, but yeah. So, got you here. What's going on, Carrie? Welcome. What's up, man? It's good to see you guys. Always. You guys are all friends of mine, so feeling feeling right at home. Like Joel said, it's just kind of like a bunch of homies hanging out and call it a podcast. Totally, dude. <laughs> I mean, I think that literally we had a couple phone conversations and some text conversations, but I haven't had a face-to-face. Well, this can be considered face-to-face, but yeah, this is like the First face-to-face I've had with you since before the pandemic, at least, right? I know. It's it's good to see your e-face, dude. Yeah, dude. My e-face, uh, nice, freshly shaved uh, five o'clock shadow beard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, dude, so it's good to have you on, dude. Uh, how's uh, how's uh, things going on your end with uh, music and shit? Uh, music stuff's going good. Just, you know, just got to try to find time for it. I became a dad, you know, yeah. uh, last year, so it's been... Dude. Yeah. doing dad stuff and there's you know sucks up a lot of time that dad business mm-hmm. oh yeah especially dude. with especially with not a lot of child care around but uh um, yeah. yeah still still playing guitar still writing music and yeah getting those little slivers of time to be able yeah to you got to find them where you can dude it's like a lot of like yeah so it's 9 p.m so i guess i'll go practice guitar for an hour you know what i mean before yeah. bed type thing <clears throat> hell yeah dude but gotta find the time for it you know yeah so uh how we usually do this i mean uh we i want to i kind of don't even know if i've really had this conversation with you in detail uh where the origins of your uh your guitar playing or any other instrument that you started with when when did that happen in life uh uh let's see here i'm gonna try to make a long story short for sure uh i think uh first thing i learned on guitar was it was like sweater song by weezer you know what i mean i think my my older brother taught me that and i remember just like practicing it like all night and just being like holy shit i just love playing um what age is this oh god i probably was like 12 or something um and then first heard metallica and then i was like okay i need an electric guitar um because of whatever the hell was going on in the middle of Master Puppets, the uh, the interlude specifically, I was like, "What is that?" It's funny, dude. I used to think when I was, it was like I was like thirteen or something. You know, you I know now it's like eleven guitars, but back then I was like, "Dude, what kind of guitar is that?" You know, because it's like a billion harmonies and shit. And I was, so I would like, I got my electric guitar, and I was like, "This doesn't sound anything like that interlude." Dude. <laughs> I need to get way better. <laughs> so I was chasing that holy grail, and um, it's funny. I, uh, you know, playing Metallica riffs and stuff, and just learning off tablature and and pretty pretty much self taught. And then uh, I met uh, Joel, and uh, me and him started playing like Slayer songs together, and you know, Pantera and stuff like that. And it this just is kinda, in high in high school or before. This would be school. like high school time. And then uh, onwards and upwards from there, you know, getting into death metal little by little. And Joel was already kind of into the harder stuff when I met him. But I, I, it was a it was an introduction with our friend Adam. We were um, I still remember it to this day. He was 
in his driveway. I mean, you might have been skateboarding or something. And uh, you sounds were just, about you were, right. You were kind of like a still standoffish, like I don't want to like who is this kid kind of thing. And Adam's all, "Hey, Kerry, this is Joel. He plays guitar too. You guys should jam." <laughs> that was pretty yeah. much like as, as blunt as it was and I, we were both like staying there like all like shy and awkward we're like oh, okay hey what's up man how you, how you doing like yeah it was like one of the most awkward introductions even more awkward than than anthony and dan kenny um <laughs> it was like literally we were just like we were sitting there like because i think he said that then he just took off or something and it was me like and carrie with like our hands in our pockets in the fucking isn't that funny driveway. isn't that funny that adam was the one who uh linked us up in our meeting too so yeah he facilitated adam's we like the matchmaker of death metal guys <laughs> like the death metal maven <laughs> no he was just the total like had no filter it was like no you guys should jam this is stupid what the fuck are you doing like one of those it was guys. kind of was yeah like, that was that was the spirit of that conversation it was like this yeah, is dumb yeah. that you guys aren't are playing together exactly <laughs> exactly that's actually kind of a, probably a common thing you know because there really is only a handful of metal heads at least in my my high school as well like you kind of quickly know who's in that little group and then yeah in that little group you find out who can actually play instruments and then you try and build something from there well carrie didn't really wear it on his sleeve though i didn't really know that he was a metalhead until uh i think adam said that he heard you playing or something because you were like a skater kid right that's all i knew you was like a like trying to be yeah yeah you skated trying to be. and i knew and i knew your sister like was one of my she's one of my best friends so i was like that's basically how it all started and he's all he plays metal i'm like really well, fuck yeah let's fucking jam and then and then marijuana yes also that <laughs> the the ultimate bond the ultimate matchmaker yeah yeah the <laughs> ultimate matchmaker when you're like 15 you know what i mean yeah exactly it definitely is dude it's like you really quickly find out who you, you're like all right dude um but he's got the weed all the time i i got a couple <laughs> bucks i'm gonna go yeah, <laughs> it was the answer to everything it was like yeah. you know you have boredom after school and stuff and probably not doing as much homework as i should do and like climbing a bush climbing a tree and go smoke exactly a tin can oh we've been, done, been yeah. there done that for sure yeah. dude we've probably smoked a resin out of a tin can me and carrie yeah <laughs> yeah there's some times you know yeah exactly sometimes i remember scraping pipes and shit too uh, so guys where did you guys what high school was this uh aptos high oh, yeah sure. so just kind of south of santa cruz um and uh yeah i'm trying to think we were you and i were just like playing slayer tunes and stuff and and we were screw, we were screwing around with some right trying to write some songs and stuff at some point and then i remember i remember this vividly because you were like hey dude we're going to this uh we're going to the show at the aptos club uh, me and Adam, you should come along. And I was like, I didn't go to anything. I was like, so antisocial, especially back then. And I was like, nah, dude, I'm going to stay here and smoke resin. Um, and uh, <laughs> they, they went down to the Aptos club and they went to go see this, this band, Odious Mortem. And uh, I remember Joel, Joel coming back and being like, dude, this band is insane. They're all super cool guys. And I'm going to go play bass for them later. It was just me by myself. I went to go watch Origin play. And that's where David, we talked about that on the Odious one, where David and Josh okay. were outside at Casey. And I met them. And then I came back with, the, I, I told the story about how I came and knocked on your window and was like, yes, yeah, what the fuck okay. this demo? Did you hear this thing? Like, what's going on? Like, yeah. And we were like, they're from Santa Cruz. And we were, we were, you know, we had a failed drummer at the time that we couldn't get to play our stuff correctly and stuff. And everything was kind of just going on the down. And, uh, 
that's kind of where yeah, anyways that's it was and then later i went and saw with adam odious was it anything did you guys actually like get to the point where you named that project or anything uh, <laughs> uh yeah we called it barking spider oh yeah that's, I what, remember that's, 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 that's what i recall that? us talking about. yep yep yeah definitely um, <laughs> but nothing really came. i mean we had like i don't know two or two or three collections of riffs that we were trying to like uh we uh yeah we had this guy we were playing uh, that was playing drums with us uh, bless his heart but i remember me and joel just looking at each other just going like man our riffs are terrible if this you know like it does not work with drums obviously <laughs> and then uh we realized like oh that guy probably wasn't quite so quite he could play to... the beats but he couldn't keep a song together he was right? like one of the, he, well he was one of these guys where he'd like when he was by himself and like we showed up and we we're like oh you can play drums and then he would like do blast beats and stuff and be like oh dude you're hired you know what yeah, i mean yeah. but like mm -hmm. uh when you tried to like you know write with him it was just like <laughs> he was giving you that look like <laughs> you're sitting there going like fuck yeah um so uh yeah i just uh, yeah okay I, I need to go back and listen to that and hear that story from yeah what's the full story on that you went to go see origin and then because i was under 21 so I, I i planned on just smoking cigarettes outside and listening to origin because they were playing the aptos club so i was like it's down the street. You might as well just fucking show up and listen to it outside because it's uh, one of our the craziest bands is playing like two blocks from my house. I have to go. I have to go like stand outside. Totally. And, um, and that's where, yeah, I met David and Josh and I think possibly Casey. Casey, I met. I feel like I met him when Odious was actually playing at the Aptos Club. I remember him walking up to me and and uh, us introducing each other when I actually I think I already like kind of like, hey, you guys want to I'm down to jam with you guys kind of thing. Did you and, play and that then, show with Origin? No, you didn't play. It wasn't with Origin. It yeah, was this is a different so. show. This is a different show. Oh, okay. I forget what show it was. But I remember I for that Odia show, I snuck in kind of and saw like I could see I couldn't see you, Casey, but I could see Dan and um, David. Weird. And we I was just played watching. without you there. Yeah. Yep. That's the first remember. time I ever saw you guys live. I was yeah. like, what the? Yeah, it was crazy. Huh. Can't but that. yeah. Yeah. It's freaking awesome oh was that the cd release show no no it was one in between i don't i don't remember what it was that, joel right? played the cd release so i remember that. yeah i vomited outside but i think there was like uh <laughs> that's right i think that there was i think there was another show that we that, that you guys played and it was just three piece it was a three piece at aptos club oh crazy yeah yeah well continue carrie sir oh yeah <clears throat> just just lost one of my uh my candy skulls or whatever these things are um <clears throat> so then um I kind of went just into into my room and played guitar for a few years, and then when I emerged, it was uh, the furniture dome era, mm -hmm. and uh, I would. Uh, that's when I got a job at Circuit City mm -hmm. with Joel, mm -hmm. and then um, I would go over to your guys's pad, and uh, that's when I got to be really good friends with uh, you know you guys uh you know uh the odious guys and god who was living there at that time i don't it was it was josh josh was there that's right casey casey david and david or me well david yeah, i well, took I, david's room oh david, yeah, 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 yeah okay so then it, okay it would have been yeah that's right that's okay so um was dylan yeah, joel lived at both domes. was dylan there already or no double domer. no dylan came in later oh yeah josh left and stuff. that's right so uh then yeah casey you and me started jamming out some tunes um mm -hmm. yep and we called that mandrake mm -hmm. and we had we had a, we had a, we had some stuff we had some bits and pieces going on with that 
It was yeah, fun. it was really yeah. fun. That was sick. And I was uh, kind of learning about uh, songwriting and stuff. And Casey was kind of showing me the ropes with Guitar Pro a little bit more. And then um, at a certain point, um, I met uh, the Aurelius guys. And I'd been kind of writing some other stuff. And uh, we ended up going to Zach to make a demo. And uh, I remember is this with Spencer. This is with Spencer. And, and I, I got a little part before that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm, I'm kind of rushing so, through because it it's so nah, long. Dude, but yeah, go I ahead. I just wanted to interject because <laughs> it's on the timeline. So um, back in those times, that was what, like 2005 and then on. So 2000, because we moved in in 2005. So uh, 2006, 2007, and we were writing new Odious stuff, new Decrepit stuff. Guitar Pro was our life back then, you know. It still is. Was it PowerTab back then, or was it Guitar but, Pro? Yeah, it was PowerTab until 2005. Okay, okay. And then, and I wrote whatever stuff I was doing on that guitar. That was the Ibanez, you know. That I think you have now, Carrie, with the active pickups, the black one. Oh, the black one. Yeah, yeah. Just, sitting right, oh, there, dude. right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. The legacy guitar, I guess. When Joel got that, I was just like so stoked on that guitar. I played it all the time, and uh, and I like wrote stuff on that. Anyways, yeah. So that whole time um that was what was going on we were doing all that stuff um and then uh, oh yeah and so <clears throat> basically I, I i was like teaching lessons out of that apartment and this kid came for for a lesson one day he's like yeah my name is spencer I'm like cool man and like uh i'm like in high school and i want to like you know do some drum lessons and stuff and i think i kind of mentioned it before on one of the episodes but this kid comes in high school kid like 16 15 whatever dude and just sits down on my kit and just murders like yeah, he's a monster dude fucking yeah. brute. and he had a good technique he could kill he was like he was like already so sick and i was just like dude he had the I fire can't. dude yeah. you know what i mean he, he was after yeah. he was hungry especially was like, back then man and i was like i'll show you like what i do and explain and like you can hang out and I'll, like talk about all my stuff but you don't need lessons from me man like or i'll do it for <laughs> free like come over and we'll just jam like I was like, I'm not going to charge you for, for doing that. You know, I, I, maybe we had a couple formal lessons, but that was it, you know? And then I like, I think I referred him to you or how, how did that work out? Like, what's now, see, now you're tripping me out because I'm like, oh, did I meet Spencer before I met some of the other guys? And it's, it's dude, it's just so long ago. My, my memory yeah. is just so bad. You know what Was I mean? Spencer and Max jamming previously? Yes. They knew each other. Mm. Oh. Those okay. two guys knew each other. Max bass yeah. player. Maybe um, Spencer brought Max in. I don't know. Well, yeah, I can't remember exactly exactly how it how it came around. I remember um, I talked to um, I think I talked to this guy Mike Rankin, who was like a mutual friend of uh, Josh Miller, and that's how I got hooked. I, I met him, and then um, he also knew Max and Spencer too, like separately, which was strange. So it all just kind of coalesced. And then um, we were all, uh, Chase was like a regular fixture at, uh, at the Furniture Dome. Mm -hmm. So we were all, you know, friends with him and stuff. So um, that was kind of like, so it was, yeah, me, uh, me and Max and Spencer and uh, Josh and Chase. And we went and recorded that demo. I don't, I don't know if you guys remember that. It was like a three song demo. I remember showing it to you guys in Casey's room. Yeah, I'm sure. And I was like, yeah, and I was, I was, I was pretty proud of it. I was like, fuck yeah, dude, finally something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, Is that the uh, one with Zach? You said. Yeah, we uh, yeah. we went and did that with Zach, and then cool. um, yeah, we 
you know, did got got the name together, and we went back and and uh, recorded the farthest reaches, and that was before we were signed. And that's that's Zach Oren that people. Yeah. Were yeah, Zach Oren. Uh, 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 shout out Zach. Can I add into the story that I went to high school with Max and Spencer, and I talked about this too, but I left for college that year that they met you, because I was a I'm the same age as Max. I think he graduated high school. We were working together at the time on our music projects, but kind of vaguely. And then it seemed like he was in that band Crucifornication. That's right. And that, yes, that's and then, right. And then mm. from that, he, he he was like telling me about Son of Aurelius as I was like leaving. And I like came back for uh, like a six month period. And then all of a sudden you guys had like your CD and stuff. And I like, I feel like if I hadn't left for college, I probably would have been somehow connected because I was playing music with, max and spencer and steven Martini and all these really good nico spence we were playing like dream theater covers and shit together and we did that sleep yeah. terror, that sleep terror video so anyway it just it feels like weird that we never met back then because we were like so adjacent like it's just like ships in the night dude that's yeah, crazy man. yeah, yeah. <laughs> then i just i like knew you from like son of aurelius basically so yeah but then oh, i that's was crazy. also i also met you and your friend bryce right that's his name yeah, so we were also just before Spencer was your student, Bryce and I were your students, and you did the same thing with me, where you like started just letting me like come hang out instead of. I'm like, you know, yeah, I do. Hang. You guys are shredding. Yeah, it was chilling. So anyway, so I, cool. I want to hear about like writing the farthest reaches and like the yeah. process, the creative process. Um. Uh. Yeah. It. Um, let me. Let me think. Um. I. There, there, it was like 2009 and there was a lot of, um, there's a lot of like really technical brutal death. And I kind of wanted to, this is kind of, you know, a lot of people have done this since, but like my novel idea was like, oh, I'm going to make it like these super odd time signatures, but also try to make it like as catchy as I can. <clears throat> and almost like, uh, you know, I listen to like a lot of power metal and stuff like that. So I kind of wanted to give it a little bit more of kind of a triumphant sort of sea shanty sort of <laughs> style um so that was kind of uh i was listening to like a lot of uh a lot of gorod and a lot of uh arsis and and uh th those were definitely th those two bands were big inspirations for that album and then um it was just it was just me sitting sitting in my i was living in a trailer at the time uh, joel remembers this was before i right before i moved into the furniture dome yep and uh I just remember sitting at my computer just working on it like it was like i like you know circuit city had closed i was like on unemployment and i just sat there and and, and uh you know i didn't write that whole album but like um a lot of the tunes were yeah i was just guitar prone out you know what i mean and uh and i just tried to make as many as i could you know what i mean it was just kind of like i'll just make as many of these as i can and make them as good as i can and then once we all get together we'll just We'll choose what we want on the album, what the best songs were, and um, that's kind of how we. How did many it. did you guys scrap? Not too many. I mean, it ended up being eleven tracks, and um, I think there was like a there was like a I think there was two off of the the demo that didn't even make it on there. I think there was only one song that that we did off the demo and and put it on the album. Mm -hmm. So it was those two, and there was probably like a lot of like half baked ideas and stuff like that. That that was like, they probably got scrapped for a reason, you know what I mean? <laughs> Type thing. But um, yeah, it was um, it was like I I was finally just getting the hang of um, and really felt like felt like I was getting the hang of like 
songwriting and stuff like that because before then it was a lot of poking and prodding and not sure what kind of like what what, what i was doing especially with guitar pro guitar, guitar pro when you're starting out kind of i mean obviously you're, you're writing riffs on a guitar and stuff like that but i'm sure you guys have been over this but it's easy to like get stuck in a corner on guitar pro and like end up like oh here's all of these riffs that are just eighth notes for you know till the end of time you know what i mean and you know it's yeah it can, it can be a little strange and i felt like uh at that point i was like kind of finally getting the getting the gist of it you know what i mean <clears throat> sweet dude and then, so now oh go, go ahead, ahead. No, no no you got i was just gonna say so from that you got that uh all written and recorded with zach and then so that was before any label signing and it was good good fight that you guys signed yeah with? uh good fight picked us up and um we see this this stuff's all super foggy for me but um yeah we we got signed to good fight and they put the album out i remember it was a big deal because it was in hot topic you know what i mean like yeah. i went to the hot top and was like there's some really south you know what i mean like <laughs> It felt like a real big shot. <clears throat> and um, was it the first metal act they signed or whatever? Uh, well, they were a brand new label. It was Carl Severson, who Carl was at, Severson. Yeah. Yeah. Nora. Uh, yeah. From Nora. And I think he was at Ferret. Is that? Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. And that's uh, right. Yeah. He had uh, was was doing his own thing. And uh, we were one of the first bands to, uh, to get signed. And it was kind of like it, it, it was cool. They, they, they're great. I love Carl um he actually work. is from awesome. um um roadrunner originally he was the main roadrunner uh pr guy because yeah i used to when i was a little kid i used to run a little fanzine and i used to talk to him he was like my main contact like, is that right That's yeah crazy. when i was like 14 years old he'd get me like interviews with soulfly and like the these bands and stuff when i was like you know there's a whole i haven't gone over that shit yet <laughs> hey, hey, jo hey joseph you need to bring up the wayback machine so we can go look at sickness.net dude dude it's on there joel i looked at it not a week why, ago why did not, i just not start but a, a week website. ago why didn't we just re resurrect it for oh for someone no so what happened was uh i had actually kind of a decently i don't know for, for back then dial-up days it was actually a semi-popular website like a metal news website when i was like 14 through 16 or something like that and um they uh i was dumb back then and i basically didn't have any money and the domain came up you know for sale and someone just snagged it in a minute and it was gone so that's just pretty much that was the end of that I, I was pretty much over it though at the time but uh you know it was i just had like boxes of fucking promotional stuff and all over my room and like it was like it was uh it was yeah i was you know interviewing you know all their bands they wanted me to interview and stuff and i got i was you know dealing with carl and stuff he's just like oh, what, what show you want to go to you're in what you know and I, he's all he thought i was 18 i was 14 15 and i was like he's getting me into all these shows and shit and i'm just like fucking freezing backstage like shit like on just just tour like buses. The, the kid from almost famous you're all like yes I'm yeah, 18. you're all put you're all putting on like a deep voice when you're talking to carl like, yeah yes, i remember I, I had to like write out my um my interviews i had, I had like this little like one of those little recorder tape things and I'd just be like chewing gum going, yep, <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, like it was one of the worst fucking like transcription processes I ever had to do. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, no, it was a trip. Yeah. You were, you Carrie was there for all that. Have you gone to it recently to see what it is now? Well, Carrie said there's a Wayback Machine where you can actually look at it. It's been. Yeah, I you mean, can look at it through the years. There's not that many entries, but you can see when Joel was running that site, dude. And you're, <laughs> you're, 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 
you get you had a at sickness.net email that you could sign oh yeah for. you could get your was, own email at, yeah. at sickness.net so. joel's joel's Whoa. always been kind of a kind of a tech wizard dude that was I back mean, when that shit was not easy yeah that was no squarespace was, yeah yeah it was uh angel fire and geocities you know yeah those are, those are those days you know um, i didn't see any counter with flames on the bottom though i was kind of disappointed <laughs> dude dude my how many visitors <laughs> I think oh, GeoCities was my high school band Flatline did our website through that, and we did have the flames and the. View oh yeah, dude, hell yeah, man! Like rotating fucking <laughs> skull gifts and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. you're dude. Six people went here this week. What the fuck? We're blowing up. <laughs> and it was probably just all you. Was like, it I know, right? Like you checking the page. Was it spelled like sickness? Like S-I-C-K? no, like the Slipknot sickness, the S I C N E S S. Oh, dude. Well, S I C. S I C C N E S S Brother Lynch's website. Oh, okay. No, no, it was it was it was Slipknot because I was. And I think it is net too. So I wonder if Lynch bought it from you, bro. Oh God. So wait, one or two C's? One C, I believe. Yeah. Are you calling it up right now? Remove the remove the K. Oh man, this is gonna be fucking embarrassing if you find something. Oh dude. Oh, it's on there, dude. I already I've I've been there, dude. I check it every year. You know. It's part of my, guys, part of my guys, routine. You guys keep going. You guys. Okay. Uh, I was going to say, yeah, you need to uh, screen that shit before we put it up so we don't get pulled off <laughs> YouTube. Pull it up. It's some gnarly ass. Yeah. Never mind. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, do, oh, yeah. Uh, what you were saying is, yeah, Carl's a homie, dude. That guy, that yeah. guy was awesome. Um, we got signed to Good Fight. Um, and uh, they put that album out. And then we did some support tours we also did a um ep which they actually tacked on to the farthest reaches um it, it was originally going to be separate but then they were like no we we're going to do a digital deluxe thing to boost sales or something so you go back to the farthest reaches now and it's 16 tracks long <clears throat> which is insane but it's basically an album and then our ep like the recording's different it's like totally is any different. of that on a uh, spotify to listen to i know you show yeah it. it's all on there it's the farthest oh reaches God. dude 16 oh, tracks because i always I remember, i've looked at it and i'm like oh, where's that ep that he did and like i remember like you guys recording that and it was like fucking super sick like yeah no it was like yeah. the next you know the next thing we were like hell yeah dude let's step up the game and like um yeah, that that was a ton of fun, and Casey actually did a uh, guess so, guitar solo on it, um, oh, which shit. is freaking killer. Um, Why didn't I know that? Yeah, I don't think I knew that. Or yeah, it's 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 really quite good. It's really quite good. We used to play the song live, and I like had this really bad imitation of Casey's solo that I would do. It's really bad. <laughs> he stepped away at the wrong time. Yeah. You know, while while he stepped away. I would actually uh, like to open a beer over here. What do you guys think? Yeah, go for it. Right, oh yeah, let's do it. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, it's going to be the uh, unofficial, official Cali Death beer tasting extravaganza. There you go. And I have uh, got my glass here because I'm classy like that. Oh, <clears throat> glass, dude. So what we're trying, Joel? You want you ready to crack one of these open? Joel, Joel's participating. Yep. I, he so told me to go got, for this in the store, and I got it's a vanilla milkshake IPA. It's six point five. I have no idea. There must be some sort of lactose in here. This is uh, uh, from Full Circle Brewing Company tree. out of uh, Fresno, California. I think it might be disgusting. Uh, they've got hashtag beertainment it's... on their can. So you know it's going gonna... it, to... It smells like I'm a normal a hazy, beer. I'm a hazy fan. I'm trying to <laughs> open it up. And actually from uh, Revision Brewery, I, now I remember 
on the side of their can it says live and active cultures like there's dairy in it oh, okay some, okay or yeast that's what it is it's live yeast that's in there that looks good poured out i don't, I don't smell any like milkshakey kind of stuff oh yeah it that just looks, looks like, like a super hazy i think this is gonna be good it looks okay. yeah, it looks like right? it's gonna be amazing all right let's go There's some hints of vanilla in there. Yeah, it's very minor though. Super smooth. What the fuck? This is gonna Oops. be my thing. Is this now? like? Is this like? A, <laughs> this is actually a good beer. Oops. How's I know. Carrie uh, was like literally trying as well. I need to go find like the like the shittiest weirdest beer to do a beer tasting. I like it. I like it. Dank. Is there a dank hoppiness to it? It's well? not. Not really. It's pretty no, light really. on the hops. It's, um, yeah. it's really. It's. It's got. Yeah. It's. Uh, it's it's got a really, it's got, it's got that kind of hazy tropical thing going on. But like I don't even taste the, I, a hint, a very hint of vanilla. I thought it was going to taste like a milkshake. What are you drinking, Joseph? I've got New Bohemia Pineapple Express. Oh, nice. Have, Nubo. Yeah. Got gotcha. you. Yeah. And uh, got this from, uh, well, via the family, actually. Um, got a family connection to it. And this was a Christmas uh, pickup. So it's been a little minute since uh been able to open one so yeah you know what's funny about new bohemia is that uh and go going back to some nerdy post music thing um i was working at a financial institution and that that the the guy that actually came in was he worked he was the head brewmaster at gordon biersch and he was like hey i need a loan to get my i want my new my new uh i want my my own fucking brewery i want i want to open it in mm -hmm. santa cruz i want my own brewery so I want a mill, I want to fuck or something like that, some insane amount of money. And like I want to do this. And I'm like, all right, guy, his his dreadlocks like touching the ground when he stands yep. up. And uh I was like, all right, dude, well, I just looked at him like, probably not, but you know, like we can we can maybe uh, you know, I was being an asshole. But uh yeah, he got he got approved for it, and that was Nubo. He opened New Bohemia, he opened it just right on the fucking on 41st Avenue. It's fucking like the main drag of Capitol, like one of the most expensive fucking areas of uh yep. of Santa Cruz. Yeah, made man, this like been, custom building that's all cool fucking, and shit it's, hit, it's really dude, cool that, yeah. yeah like that's like the hip spot to go in capitola pretty much now and every time i see him i'm usually yeah, two sheets to the wind and i'm like yeah. i'm all hey remember man i got you so yeah i remember and like walks by me <laughs> <laughs> so they're they're good they're good friends of our family now so i've been up to his oh like, nice house yeah. up in the soquel mountain oh he's super like, chill He's he's like barbecued for me and stuff. It's yeah. that's awesome, dude. He's so nice. Yeah. And the, the the business is super rad. So, um, but Joel, I actually have a, a fucking sorry a story from when you were your Wells Fargo days. So. Oh, I didn't say what institution. Oh, here we it. go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sorry. I don't know. I it's, it's just always you know. No, it's all good. It's all good. So, um, I get a call and it's my dad and he's like, "Do you know a Joel Horner?" from the band decrepit birth i know you listen to decrepit birth and i'm like yeah he's like he was my bank teller at wells fargo today <laughs> fuck yeah dude that's hilarious like i i forget somehow it came up that like you started talking to this old guy in his 60s or 70s about like how you were into music or how he had a son that was into music and it just somehow came out that you were in decrepit birth while you're at wells fargo so. holy shit what yeah. a trip yeah, yeah yeah that's what he told everybody that came in line just i'm like hey what's <laughs> up uh welcome uh decrepit birth. <laughs> i'm joel from decrepit birth <laughs> I'm joel from decrepit birth yeah. Can I, well, it was kind of it was, birth in wells fargo 
it was kind of a thing that I did bring up a lot because I was kind of embarrassed to like have the suit and tie job. So like I kind of wanted to tell people like, hey, this isn't really like I my friend offered me this job and I took it outside of touring and um, I'm not really this guy. Actually saying all of this, dude. Like, it's not an aspiration. I was looking to, it was not like, Oh, once I'm done with the crib birth, I'm going to fucking work for a fucking bank. That's what I'm going to do. It was not anything like that. It was like, my buddy was like, Hey, you want to make uh, money to survive? And I was like, <laughs> I like yeah, the idea was, of you like trying to justify it to every single customer. Yeah, that yeah that's what I'm saying. Dude. Like, uh, and like, it, it, imagine it. Like, okay, the person walks up and he just acts like a normal teller, and then he's like clicking away, and all of a sudden he's just like looking at the person and he's like, "So you know, uh, this isn't what I really want want to be doing for the rest of my yeah, life." Yeah, yeah. I want to see you like music. Like, I actually like, play guitar, dude. And uh, like, like, like a tour pass like falls out of your coat. You're like, oh, where did that come from? Crazy. Oh, you're oh, that must have been oh, from earlier. Oh, that's Yo, my logo this. on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please don't ask me about this. But yeah, it's uh, my for my tour. <laughs> <I feel> like, <laughs> just try to sell pre-sale tickets at your fucking job. Uh, yeah, that was the, that was uh, you know I know it's the the carry podcast. Not to talk too much about me, but that was definitely a interesting transition in life. Was going from you know well I when I got off from being a touring nonstop musician, I was like, all right. I like showers a bunch and I like dressing like in clean clothes. So I remember like after being gross for like years, I was like, you know what? I want to be like, I want to shower like every day and like have like a nice, <laughs> like, like wear like clothes that are like clean and shit. Like I was like, I, I kind of had like a hankering for it. I was like, I was so, so many years of just being the gross touring, not showering for a week, playing every night, disgusting dude that I was like, I fucking love showers, man. I don't fuck this. I like showers, dude. <laughs> so, Joel, just for, I had to interject real fast. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Do you remember how Bill would throw away our shirts? Bill would throw away our shirts, or at least mine. Like, so, like, yeah, it's probably just you, personal dude. thing. I'm scared. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, but like, like we'd get off stage and it'd be like all sweaty. We'd have like our shirts around in the van and stuff, and like, oh uh, yeah, you know they're like wet because you're sweating, dude. So you like take off your shirt, put on a different shirt yeah that's like what you do because you can't take a shower and you have i don't do that i would just i would live in filth because um i didn't like putting on clean shirts when i was gross that was my thing i was like if i'm gonna be filthy i'm living in it that's i definitely try to make a shirt last as long as possible yeah for sure (laughs) have like sweat stains on you know those like salty sweat stains and shit anyways yeah yeah exactly yeah that (laughs) sweat but anyways a lot of shirts got thrown out in our van because they were filthy and wet whatever for for good reason you know i mean at, yeah, certain, yeah. at a certain point there's going to be like a mildew situation yeah you're not yeah, going to be able bad. to come back from but if yeah. you go on your body it doesn't anyway yeah yeah and so you know we would go to walmart or, or like wherever and just like do these big shopping sprees for new boxers and shirts and shit i mean every band does that right yeah 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 so you know i remember so, casey one time went into a walmart and like he had like he was just had like gross clothes he's all dude i need new fucking underwear i need all this shit and we were like a, in a place in victoria canada and he he just gets all these clothes he's all these are fucking cheap here dude i don't know what's going on and he comes back and it's all youth size <laughs> it's all like it's all like it's all like 2t and shit yeah yeah we literally like we're on a ferry back and he's all what the fuck i can't put these on he was like all looking forward to it so much he was like oh my god Oh, you were pissed, dude. It was it was a random Casey, little adventure. Casey's just grabbing like Batman shirts and stuff. <laughs> Batman onesies. I don't remember that. That's 
I, no, I remember like we were on a ferry back and he found out you were like went to go change and you all we were so mad. I'm all dude that bag looks pretty small for like nine pairs of boxers, but whatever. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. You're also like on tour, you're looking for like the cheapest thing on the planet yeah, Earth yeah. at all times. So yeah, that's totally. a that's a yeah. trap you can always fall into. It's like, dude, I get fucking nine pairs of boxers for three dollars. That sounds amazing. <laughs> and you get it and it's like, yeah, for like toddlers and shit. <laughs> It just says large, and then like, and it blows all youth. That's all. I <laughs> I've gotten that with shirt. I've ordered shirts off L of uh, L slash Y. Yeah. Yeah, I've ordered shirts offline. I'm like, it's a fucking good deal, dude. I'll fucking order this, and I just show. I'm like, cool, dude. Well, I'm gonna definitely give this to someone or throw it yeah. in the garbage. Yeah, it's gonna be a rag. Got to keep some friend, like short friends, around for that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, exactly. So yeah, oh, man. Segue from touring to touring so was there anything in between like releasing the farthest reaches and then actually like doing your first tours because i remember like the reception of that album was like kind of special too yeah we got to super good press on it and um uh like it's it seemed to people people seemed to dig it which was freaking awesome and um and we definitely went we I mean, the first the first tour we did was uh, we did like a little West Coast run with Whitechapel, which uh, Joel was freaking awesome because uh, we had never even played a live show before we went to go then play with Whitechapel because yeah we're stupid. And is then this still um, with Josh on vocals. Yeah, this would be uh, Josh and Chase and uh, and uh, Spencer and Max and me. <clears throat> and uh, I remember uh, Joel. I remember Ben coming in. <laughs> because Joel was friends with Ben, uh, Ben from Whitechapel, and he came in and he's just like, he's all, can't wait to see you play, dude. Uh, uh, congratulations on your first show. <laughs> and I, and I was like, oh no. I was trying to go in there like, I was like, yep, dude, just another, just another day on the job. <laughs> and uh, he, he outed me. Um, but uh, that, that was really cool. And then, um, then we had some, some sort of lineup changes uh and we went out on a on a cattle decapitation tour um with riley with that, now, right that that's well riley was originally going to be a fill-in for josh because josh had some some um other business to attend to mm -hmm. and uh he ended up becoming full-time vocalist spoilers but uh <laughs> um and then at that point uh uh ezra actually um was playing rhythm at that time and then um we went out on that tour and that was like with cattle and devourment and oh god um i'm just i'm, I'm terrible at this stuff it's like uh, knights of the abyss and um oh yeah yeah um so i ended up being in a band with the vocalist from knights of the abyss for the for a while no and, kidding uh, yeah was um, that um Oh God, Tommy. Um, is it Tommy? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I did um, like three, three or four tours with him, and uh, he would talk about his days and nights of the abyss. But they were hard to find uh, info about when he was in the band. But I did know that he did that tour with you guys. Yeah. 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 That was like our first. <clears throat> that was our first like big like. Hey, dude. It's thirty-five days. It's thirty shows. You know, all all the way to the you know 
you know, you go go along the southern states and then do the east coast and then come back through the northern states or vice versa. I can't remember the exact routing, but that was that first like shock of doing that. You know what I mean? Which was cool. And uh, and we actually ended up making a little bit of money on that just because we were like so frugal with everything you know what i mean like no hotel rooms no nothing you know what i mean we went to denny's if we or we would go to walmart i would get like a little packet of tuna you know what i mean to eat or whatever just anything to save a buck and so that that one ended up okay and then we um did a, another tour uh with wretched um which was another one another one of those full u.s tours and then and we lost a ton of money on that <clears throat> and then at that point it was kind of like we, we kind of needed to take a break at that point because <clears throat> we were just we just needed we you know we was thousands of dollars out of pocket on that one and uh i was like when do you guys remember this this was i guess this would have been like 2011 you remember when gas was like five dollars a, a gallon yeah yeah remember that 2000, shit 2007 or eight yeah what, no, it, was, it would have been after that, but I, I just okay. remember gas being obscenely expensive, like way more expensive than it is right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And I remember just like filling up the tank. We had uh, our tour van was a 15 passenger, but it had a Triton V10 engine in it. Mm -hmm. So true. you will never run into the situation of, you know, you, you know, decre decrepit falling off the side of the mountain because you're going backwards and shit down yeah, the hill yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. that thing was a beast it would do yeah. it would uh do anything you can you fill it up those, with as much yeah, as you wanted and it would those just those motors go. are mostly for uh they use those in the shuttle buses and shit the e450s was it an e350 or a 450 do you remember Oh no, you're asking me auto questions. <laughs> I don't know what you want to give with the Triton V10, bro. It said, Tri know, it said Triton V10 on the side, and I was like, well, if there's a V8, then I guess uh, if there's V8, I guess V10 is like fucking two more, dude. So, yeah, so no, that's that's that motor is the same one they use in like hotel shuttle buses that pull like fucking 25, 30 people too. So. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Was, I was just basically saying that yes, that motor is a fucking workhorse. Yeah, that thing we do we just have like a full trailer and just like go like when Max would drive, you just go like 90 and shit. Because you, you like it was just like that thing was a freaking workhorse, but a gas guzzler. Like, I mean, oh yeah, the amount of money we spent in gas. And it was also one of those tours. That one was one of those where we like we ended on the east coast and like drive home. Yeah. yeah we were like trying to do the the like smart thing which is let's see if we can set up some some dates on the way back mm -hmm. and um you got some funny stories about that and that didn't work out so well and at a certain point we just threw in the towel yes. on it and we were just like this is too complicated like we should have thought of this beforehand <laughs> before like we we're trying to do it like while we were on the road yeah. it's just stupid it sounds like a great idea. Yeah, it's the, it's yeah, definitely yeah. the way cool. that it should be done. Like, uh, definitely yeah. make money on your way home. But we, you know, it was it was too late by that point. So we just drove all the way home in like forty eight hours. And just real quick, have you done a show where no one showed up before? <sighs> we have. <laughs> have we zero was it people? Penny Arcade? Yeah, Penny Arcade. Yeah, but, uh, coming back there was a couple remember, people at that, that show one. we did like it was in like there had to have been there's the other bands are going to be there right other bands know, like, with their the, girlfriends we, we <laughs> yeah, showed up yeah. to a place that on, on our way back from the east coast exactly what you're talking about we had like there was like one particular show that we had booked and we showed up and it was just dark there's like no one there and this like guy just walks up to the van like there's nobody there 
and he's like yeah sorry guys nobody showed up or like it wasn't like a... <laughs> oh like the show got canceled like, like that yeah, you guys didn't canceled, even play and then there was venue changes it was like one of those situations yeah because <clears throat> we had some other fun sh like our shows on the way out were really great yeah yeah we played in like el paso it was like sick i do have to like get like awesome a, a shout out to uh oklahoma because remember like we we did the oklahoma thing where it was just like no one and then like we, oh, yeah, we, we, yeah. we kept hitting oklahoma and then remember one time we showed up there and there was like 150 200 people and we we're like what like for just for decrepit and i was like oh, oh yeah fuck. So, no, that like, was we, cool we, i remember we that kept hitting it we kept yeah. hitting it and then finally like yeah. word got around we like pull, we pulled up to the venue there's a line around the block and we're like headlining we're like the fuck this is like a one-off show this is fucking you know and they were like super cool fans like, like totally super, like the people that's that came awesome to the show were sick yeah it, it was one of those things where you actually saw the work that you put in fucking pay out yeah. you know like playing those like because i remember when we first showed up and played there it was like seven people and then like then next time it was 30 and then next time it was like yeah. 150 you know it's like that's like the, like the you like you see it actually happening where you're like yeah, oh this yeah. is how this works okay totally. gotcha you gotta keep going back yeah that was uh, like that's probably like the most proud moment yeah. of touring in my life probably is like yeah seeing that one place just like people the word of mouth spread and then like and you know it wasn't that big of a promotion or anything but and then like it makes the show that was you know that was only had 20 people at it seem cooler in a way you yeah, know what i mean yeah. where it's like yeah dude totally. yeah that's that's cool yeah man. yeah because you can see Super there's cool. like a, there's progress <laughs> in these little towns you know um, we didn't have any shows. Well, I'm sure there was, I'm sure there was some cancellations and stuff, but like, um, yeah. I, I'm sure there was one or two, but um, there was some, you know, there was some like, yeah, there's like eight people, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, we, I, that, uh, that cattle decap show, we were, we were like first, we were like, we were the first band, you know what I mean? So it was like, you were the okay. Yeah. They're yeah. like, so you're going on at five. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, shit. Exactly. You know what I mean? Five on a Tuesday. Yeah, five on a Tuesday, dude. Good luck. So we'd like show up and like, you know, it would be half hour after our set was done. People would like start wandering in and shit. You know what I mean? Like there'd be people there, but it was like, you know, yeah, you know, and it's you, you just treat it like it's you know a practice and you know or you know what I mean? Like it's like eh, just yeah. you know pretend there's a bunch of people here and you know oh yeah get your moves down you know get totally. your guitar faces <laughs> yeah I mean we played shows with very small you know it's like is there anyone on the dance floor like who's out there you know and that's like <laughs> totally cool like I, I love all that the like the the story I was thinking of it was just funny like we like showed up it was like the only a one-time thing and it was just like a black like building like is nobody here like what's going on <laughs> And, and we like, all didn't want we didn't want to play yeah. it to begin with we were like yeah we drove all we the way so... out of the way we just wanted to go home yeah yeah we had some great we shows like six weeks yeah. already like we were yeah. done like and then it was just funny this like one guy just walks out out of the darkness up to, up to the he's like sorry guys like, he, he just <laughs> was a promoter it just didn't work out it was all good. yeah 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 but it was just such a funny situation but it's like yeah man but like playing for small crowds is great like i've had some we've had some killer yeah. shows so well there's yeah there's nothing like like good Whoever I mean, shows up, you just want to fucking shred for that those people. Yeah, you know? yeah. It doesn't it's matter like a, how many people. Yeah. Like a small venue with like halfway decent sound. Yeah, and then like, you know, if like 40 people yep. show up, it looks like a packed crowd, you know, and it's yeah. like really intimate yeah. and cool. Like th those are great. Like we played a, a yeah. couple shows at like the Blue Lagoon. You know what I mean? Like yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. Blue Lagoon. Uh, that yeah. that room. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And uh yeah. like it didn't take that many people to fill it up but it kind of it was cool though you know what i mean because it was like it was just like packed you know what i mean even though it was probably yeah. like what you know 50 odious played a blue right. with ivan in the mix right fuck yeah i think, I think, we so. Did. I think so well yeah. also i was gonna say you remember that show that we 
we like we're honored to open that show that necrophages headlined it was like their first time oh yeah we were the first band on that bill and like the door opened literally they're like yeah. the, they opened it, the door like as we started like mm-hmm. the door yeah. opened and then they st- we started they're like door opened and people were just funneling in as yeah. we were starting and there was still a line yep. outside because it was a huge show yeah but like i think yeah. by that time we were done there was still a fucking humongous it was it was still light outside it was like a five o'clock type situation four thirty five o'clock you guys are on and we were like opening this crazy show we're, we're as odious you know we're like holy shit you know not to grip it like odious we're like yeah, yeah. Like the biggest show we've played i fought tooth and nail to get on that show i remember they were yeah. always like just hitting the promoter like dude we'll take zero dollars like we, fucking- <laughs> we, we we played like i don't know like a set of like you know six seven songs whatever it was that we had time yeah. for maybe less i don't know but I, I remember we started there was like 20 people in the crowd by the time we finished that fucking set there was yeah. like 300 people in the crowd. That's yeah, awesome, yeah. dude. Remember that yeah. shit, dude? Yeah, that totally. was fucking insane. Someone <laughs> threw a banana on the stage for me. <laughs> play, monkey, play. Very <laughs> much. That, that is that is offensive. <laughs> and we're not responsible for the crowd. I mean, we tried our best, but I'm just saying, the crowd was stoked for the show, like coming in. Right, know? right. Yeah, it was Necrophages' first time ever playing Remember the Bay Area. Remember when Necrophages played? It was like the place yeah. was like Champions, sold dude. out to the like, yeah. rafters dude we were like holy yeah shit. people were just squished in it was yeah, yeah it was that's insane. so cool I was, like dude. watching yeah. Hannes from like behind the stage yeah Hannes on drums back the original um speaking of touring a couple yeah. couple of couple of highlights uh uh we went and uh met uh casey and joel at was it is it harpo's oh in michigan yeah, detroit, detroit. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. we we <laughs> met up for the, the it was like two tours was it on tour, tour I was packages on? Was it one yeah I was right on? i'm pretty I'm sure it was suffocation tour we met up with cattle's tour and a, um i just remember like meeting up with carrie it was 2009 um, i want to say yeah or eight, eight or nine 2000 2009 it, it would have been 2010 i think but actually 2010 actually oh it was 2010, 2010 it was it was a flesh got apocalypse we were not there apocalypse okay. was on the tour this fresh got a uh, okay fle- Flesh God, Suffo, us, Faithless. Flesh God? I never toured with them. Okay. okay. All right. Casey, maybe you weren't there. No. I don't think so. If it was 2010, it wasn't me. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay. Anyway, we we ended up... Uh, I, I remember just seeing Joel in Detroit. Like That was like a weird... I was like, hey, it's my friend Joel here in Detroit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, Definitely. I've been on tour for the last three weeks, and here's Joel all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so about that tour, uh, not that show, but really close to that would have been you guys joel would have played in in milwaukee probably at the rave yeah yeah and i remember asking my professor if i could like take you know that rehearsal night off to go see you guys and he's like you know that's it's gonna be really hard for me to say yes to that and i'm like all right fine and i just you were in milwaukee that, yeah you guys played milwaukee and i lived you, in you Appleton. Were there i lived in oh uh, wow hour and a half away yeah in college yeah the rave man that's that's a that's a fucking trippy ass venue that I've, you know i've seen mashuga there with cynic yeah i've seen cannibal corpse there yeah for sure that's where so, uh for a live cannibalism was filmed mm-hmm. like that uh cannibal corpse video or yeah no, that's sorry, how... i wasn't cannibal i saw obscura oh, okay obscura tour with some other sick bands yeah that's one of the more legendary like if you hit if you talk to any like touring band in the circuit like it's got rave. like yeah, the rave. It's it's the Eagles Ballroom, the rave. There's like four different venues in that one big building. Across the street yeah. is the Ambassador Hotel, where Jeffrey Dahmer like murdered someone, or no, put yeah. like a hole in their head, and he ran out. And the 
convinced the police officer to give him back or something. That's like the story. No, the ambassador hotel is the one he stuffed him in a suitcase. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, that chill yeah. one. Yeah, 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 yeah. super chill yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it, it's super, super like I remember actually random memory is a uh, forest from uh, Augury and you know, Forrest, the bass player, like one of the best bass players in death metal. Um, he was literally like down. There's a there's an underground area with a with a pool, like an Olympic sized pool. And he, it's super dark and creepy and it's haunted and all that stuff. And he went down there and jumped in the pool with like a, a little amp with like a distorted amp and just played in there with like this like this like strobe light going and like for the after party. And it was probably the most like creepy fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. The like pool, he was just pool having being, like, pool's empty though, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It was like the first so Olympic cool. size pool in um North America or something. Like it's really old. Like yeah. it's yeah, it's super. You've you've been there, right, Joseph? The underground area. I I, dude, it's sounding familiar, but it's been a while. So yeah, I I know That's... what you're talking about though. Yeah, they um, usually like would take you down and like give you a tour of it. And I don't think I did a tour like that. Now I might have just seen pictures. But yeah, Carrie, I saw you guys after all these uh, all this touring. Do you remember playing the 418 project? In yeah. Santa Cruz? Yes, I do. That's yeah, the, totally. That's the, the the live show of Aurelius. I like the only show I saw you guys play, but. I remember oh, that's it was cool, like, man. you guys were like, had done the touring and like, you're like my friend Spencer and Max and, and, and Chase, I like started to know Chase. We like started going to shows in San Fran together. I like drove him out to see like Niall once and we saw a few shows together. And then I was like, yeah, super stoked. But dude, it was funny. Cause, um, well, I don't know. I just was like, it's more like I knew them as Chase's band. You were like the only guy. Right, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then. So, yeah. Yeah. I like, even as to like the writing credits and stuff, I kind of assumed it was like Chase wrote it all. And then I like learned a lot later that he wrote like one or two songs, but it was mostly your writing. Uh, Max yeah, on like a song or two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like everyone got songs in. I was, you know, I was the, the guy that was like, I, I just won, won through attrition. You know what I mean? Because you know, it was it was it was had, kind of a, had had it all ready to go for it. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost by design. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I was because it would be like Max would be working on a couple of tunes, and I'd be like, "Well, I'm going to work on 10. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then um, uh, just because yeah, we were we were just moving so fast and stuff, and I I guess I just had a lot to get out of my system too. But um, Max and you know, ch ch oh yes, go on. Oh, I was going to say, and you know, Chase was in Animosity, which is like, a, you know, they're just like legendary, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, um, Fuck yeah, I, I remember a lot of the early press was definitely like Chase Frazier's new band. You can't wait to, you know what I mean? And I was like, yeah, you know, that's, that's probably about, that's about right. Yeah. It's all Chase and the Aurelius. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But hey, man, you know, Chase and the all, sons of Aurelius. any press is good press, you know what I mean? So I was like, I, I never was weird about it. I was always like, yeah, you know, he's done all you know he's done a lot of things so you know this is his new band so that, yeah yeah but good chase, way to chase is a shredder i love chase oh yeah but uh but you're like i don't know carrie you i mean i was jamming with you guys back i was hanging out with chase all the time i was jamming with you too and i i just respect that style that you have like you have your own thing for sure thanks and man it's really you know oh yeah i've always respected but carrie's a legend guys but we'll, we'll find that out later yeah. yeah we'll talk more about that in the songwriting part but i just want to let you know that i just have a ton of respect for you as a guitarist well thanks man i could not have done it with every without all of your guys's help so uh -huh. you know the, what what little i did you know that you know meet, meeting so, up at heart how humble this guy is jesus christ 
this was all this was always going to be a little weird because i am the worst at talking about this this kind of stuff like it was i, I remember uh when i was going to come on i was like i was like man the idea of you know doing doing two hours of just talking about Aurelius. I was like, man, I don't know if I can do it. I think we got to have some <laughs> beer tastings or something. <laughs> no, I mean, you're doing great so far. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. And I, I figured we wouldn't be touching. I mean, we're almost to the new album anyways, right? When, what year did the new album come out? So, um, it was also yeah. the demo, right? Well, well real quick, yeah, the, what I was trying to slide in there while we we're talking about just shows real quick was I, I'm, bummed because my only opportunity to ever see son of aurelius i fucking slept through it so we we remember when severed was on just starting off that tour in 2012 and you guys yes that, that was the other show i was gonna show. bring up yeah so the reason you know i i felt bad but it was like i was still going home every day from those shows from those gigs and working that week just trying to get a my last few days of work in before we actually left. And since they were like somewhat local shows, I was sleeping, sleeping at my own place and all that stuff before we left. And, but I'd have to get up and go to work that day and then go out and do the gig that night. So like going to work and then getting out to Rona park that night, dude, I just got there and I, I fucking had to sleep in the van. Dude, and then, <clears throat> no worries, man. And then I missed you guys. And then I was like, fuck, well, I'll catch him out. I'll catch him again, you know, later on down the road. And I, I never was able I know. to, you know, I was like, that was like one of, one of the, one of the twilight shows a little bit. Yeah. That was, yeah. Uh, what year was that? I think, yeah, it was 2012. Summer yeah. 2012. That makes sense. July ish. Um, God, we were, we were so high bottom of that the, show. Was it bottom of the hill or no, uh, the park side? No, no. This is Roner, Roner park. Right. Or no, okay. was it? Not Roner Park. It was. Uh, I can go get the T-shirt that has the near days. Santa Rosa. It was, <laughs> yeah, near it was Santa it, Rosa. Oh yeah, it was dude. like Petaluma or something. Oh okay, the yeah. Phoenix Theater. Yeah, yeah. Why was, like was I thinking Roner Park? What the fuck am I talking? Because about? that's right there. You're right. No, you're. Yeah. Oh okay, okay. Yeah, that's right. So maybe there, that that's what it is. Then I think it was just yeah, one of those been. cities near there. Sure. Yeah, that was. Uh, no, I was so fucking hyped to play that show, <clears throat> and uh, I'm glad you missed me because that was one of my. Dude, that was one of my like worst guitar performances ever. I, I, it, was, it was. I remember that place. The sound wasn't good either on stage. If, if I'm not, the sound mistaken. was okay. It was a little cold in there, but I have no excuse. Basically, I did the. I was just too nervous, dude. I got like, uh, I got like way too nervous. I went, I went there, and I was like, I'm gonna practice for two hours, and then I'm gonna go on stage, which I did. And I was like, practicing backstage. I was playing extremely well best I've ever played you know what I mean Tech, one of those things and yeah. then as soon as I got on stage I kind of lost it dude I got real shaky and yeah, like yeah. the adrenaline like it was like 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 it, that it never happened to me as bad as that show that was the worst and I got through the set and uh, it was a bigger it was a bigger venue with not a lot of people in it too so yeah I remember I remember it being a little intimidating being like damn dude this is a big ass room and it was I a big place. I could yeah. see that dude's face in the back. <laughs> you can make out a face in the back, dude. Then yeah. Once you start crime. thinking at all, just yeah, 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 yeah. You're once a, you once you start pointing at people in the crowd and shit, and you're like, oh fuck that guy. Over there. What's going on with that guy over there? You know, it's like <laughs> yeah. Like There's a cool quote bed. from Vinny Caliuta, one of the best drummers of all time. It's like thought is the enemy of flow. 
That's true. I mean, mm. you got that muscle memory just has to kind of flow and you yep. don't like want any fucking other yeah. like things to interfere. You know what I mean? People should check out Rick Beato. They all know about Rick Beato. He's great. But his YouTube channel, he like interviews Vinny Caliuta and he talks about that. So that's where I got that from. That's oh, yeah. that's a good quote, dude. I mean, I yeah, yeah. yeah I hundred I hundred percent believe in that, dude. Yeah, that's, I that's never even heard that. It makes fucking all the sense in the world. <clears throat> that's why I used to always, you know, always always a little bit of booze before you get on stage. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like uh, my <laughs> my old stage move, sauce. my old move was the uh, you, you remember the pre-band oh. Four Locos? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. You know, before before Me they too. you know. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> the recipe before they got before they... you from coronavirus vaccination. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, dude, I'm good, man. Um, yeah. But uh, I would, I would like, I would chug a half of one of those. Yeah, and yeah. I'd go on stage. That was, that was my was gonna say a whole one. Fuck, dude. Not yeah, a whole one. Not a whole one. It was always, it was always a weird one for me because it would be like, I do guys like you'd meet guys on tour that had their own way. And there would be the guy that'd be like, yeah, dude, two shots, whiskey right on stage. Yeah, yeah. And I'd be like, Oh, that's interesting. That's kind of neat and proper. And I try that. And I'd be like, this is not working for me at all. You know what I mean? <laughs> on stage, like, this is not, this was not a good idea. <laughs> or there would be the guy that would be like, yeah, dude, one Corona and go right on stage. And I'd be like, this is not nearly enough. This is not, I'm sober. Um, I'm tired um, now. I'm tired. <laughs> no, i'm tired exactly yeah yeah that was <laughs> yeah. the whiskey one was like i'm ready to go to sleep yeah yeah um, yeah but uh that was that was that was my move but i remember Car carnifex that was their uh the four loco move it was the was basically have one four loco before you go on and i it was my it was the perfect mix of energy and alcohol it was like just it got you like hyped up like you were stoked you had like your heart beating you know you were like you got little anxieties and stuff like that going but it was conquered by the alcohol it's like yeah. a wave of alcohol to kind of like take the anxiety down and like take it down like all right well i'm gonna run around stage now like crazy like oh, yeah well those, those, those things never are done. like those things were like 13 percent or something i know like i know preposterous yep. you know what i mean yep. it was like and they had all of the the crazy energy shit and it you know what i mean so it was just like shit, yeah yeah oh yeah, like, oh, yeah the, i'm like yeah you down they're like what, what are, you, <laughs> they're, are you looking at me why are you looking at me am i fucking up like they'd be like why are you looking you never look at me yeah. why are you looking at me? <laughs> um i'm trying to think if there's any other cool shows uh, uh speaking of playing shows for free you were saying you were just like dude just put us on the necrophages show like you don't need to pay us or anything well that was us with um we got to play that little uh bt bam show like oh, at that great. little club and that was that was one of those where i think it was carl or some somebody called us up and was just like hey dude this is like on the way do you want to go play it and we were like yes of course slide we want to go play it slide yeah bar? it was yeah it was just like yeah slide bar it was like a secret yeah. show or whatever you oh, know that's you rad mean? it was cool you know it was cool those guys are insane yeah. um i remember they had they had one of those bandwagons you remember oh, yeah. those things yeah, yeah. it's like the tailor made yeah that's still yeah. a thing right they have showers and stuff yeah <clears throat> Okay, well, I'm going to segue real quick into this other beer. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't have another beer. Before Different we get flavor. into oh, the, bl the blueberry, blueberry one. Now, now we have the the uh, the blue blue illa, blueberry illa, milkshake IPA. I think it's probably going to be good, like the first one. <laughs> like the first one was totally fine. <laughs> it was super minor tasting. I thought it was going to be like a actually tasting like a milkshake. Yeah, I thought they were going to like overdo it. Yeah, I literally think it just has to do with the way it looks, dude. You just—it's so milky. It's actually like milky looking. Yeah, 
mad, unfiltered beer. Really, I think that's all it is. They just don't filter it. Yeah. Well, I mean, Anthony, they got they have an ice cream cone on the can. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's, it's a little bit of false advertisement there. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. They went a little too big on it. Yeah. Because you're thinking uh, like right. like a kind of thick, milky kind of like yeah. Like a yeah. Ne- next time I come on, I'll just I'll just try all the buzz balls. You know what I mean? Well, just one one after another. <laughs> you guys ever see Revision down there in Santa Cruz? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know I keep dropping their name because it's like my favorite shit. But they're re, uh, Sparks, Nevada. Oh, oh wait, yeah. you, are are you talking about this? Uh, what's up, dude? Uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> Which one's that one? This is uh, this is called Cloud Cuddly. All right, and it's a uh, it's um it's a hazy IPA new it does it say like any style or something like that it says any style and it didn't yeah, know what to, that england, stood for so i didn't new england <laughs> new, new england, england i figured yeah okay. that's i guess the origin the birthplace of the hazy ipa gotcha so yeah in america i've got one of these for <clears throat> if we end up going that long i was like i also need I backup beers also in case these were like bad or something you know so, they have yeah. dope labels and all of the beers are fucking delicious dude Dude, all the all these IPA the labels are great. <clears throat> yeah, you can peel those right off too. I put some a couple of those I threw on my toolbox at work. You need blueberries in there? It's look it looks a little blueberry-ish with the darkness, it does, dude. Pretty good. It's just kind of the same thing. Color. It's a hazy IPA like that it has like a hint of blueberry in it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's an interesting color. Yeah, I know it actually out. has the blue. It's like I think it's more like towards the like what what Anthony was saying. It's more like towards the. It's unfiltered, so it's milky. Mm-hmm. It's not like actual milk. It's like yeah, it's kind of a little yeah. It just God, Anthony. It... I mean, we should take a. Can we have a poll at the end of uh the podcast of should Anthony break dry January? Look how stoned and like. <laughs> I'm fucking ripped right now, dude. I don't need to break any dry I can tell that you're, like, you're the most stone you've been for the podcast. I could tell. And, well, then, uh, Anthony, is that really no. dry January? Yeah, I know. Is that really dry, dry mouth January? Dude. Yeah, right. <laughs> Stuck with it, though. Fuck. I mean, I've, I've, I offered him $100 before the podcast to drink like a couple beers, and he said, nope. Eh, it's not it's worth it. Right was, that, was that a I, I real gotta... offer? That was a real, no, it was real, it was a real offer. offer. I would have. It's, it, it's like I'm already halfway in it, dude. Why am I gonna? Why am I gonna fuck around now? Because it's a hundred cents times a hundred dollars. Now I'm drunk and you're stoned. But yeah, okay. dude. No. This podcast <laughs> is about to get real good. Hell yeah, dude. Um, hey, hey, Mikey hit me up. Uh, your buddy Mikey hit me up. He's all. Hey, that that defeated Sandy podcast was really good, but you guys were too sober. Like I was all bored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does like the fucking. Uh, he likes the fucking buzzed ones for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout so, out, Mikey. Yeah. It's right, Mikey. Love you, so, brother. Mikey. Mikey. Hello. Do well, you got a, my, me and Mikey got a hundred bucks each for the next podcast for you to get drunk as fuck. <laughs> Wait, that's a week from now. No, nope, I'm still in January, dude. Two hundred bucks, dude. Dude, Mikey's all right. in with me. What's the next? Okay, look at a account. Somebody tell me which. What's the next? I'm not podcast? looking at a calendar. I'm saying it's the it's 21st. It's I'm the gonna look at my today. calendar right now. You ever played football? It's seven points at a time. 14, 21, 28. <laughs> no, dude, I do 360 is like seven times. <laughs> Joel, so dude. the next, uh, the next sorry, podcast I'm... that I can drink on is uh, the 21st, uh, and I'm 21st, about to confirm yeah. the guests. So uh, 
Uh, yeah. So no, it'll be, it'll be February fourth. Oh, I'm going yeah, all the way January. All so through like January. Valentine's Day or something. Jesus, I don't know. But I'll, then I'll drink. I'll put a heart on my glass, dude. That's 14th. We're not gonna have one. Then. <laughs> no, no. But the four, the next, the first Thursday <laughs> in February. All right. This is too much time on when Anthony's gonna drink next. Dude. <laughs> There's there'll more. be a poll there'll be a poll at the end of uh, the yeah. podcast the, the people need to know yeah poll who wants me drunk who likes me sober you guys i got uh, oh what, there we 10, go 10 podcasts of me or no the first couple i was drinking coffee and then i was just like fuck it dude i'm gonna start drinking beers well come then, An- anthony calling you sober is a little bit of a stretch i mean uh, it's just over there dude, just toking up dude i've been I can't smoking even your eyeballs. for longer than i haven't so <laughs> I'm, I'm just playing, bro. <laughs> no, I, I know, think I, that, I think that's cool that you're doing that, though. Totally, I, I considered it. I, think it's I did cool it too. last year too. I did it last year too, and it, it felt good then. So it's just like, yeah, yeah. No, I, I understand it, but dude, we're trying to get hits, dude. I'm just uh, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> all right, um, I'm bringing the view count down because I'm not drunk. <laughs> just have like an internal meeting about fucking Anthony's drinking. It's like, listen, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the intervention to get me to it's like we we are not going to get that me undies endorsement unless you fucking yeah. it's like the opposite of what like motley cruise meetings would be nowadays it's like dude we need you drunk we need you on drugs we need all the things like like nowadays it's like dude get sober lose weight fucking be able to survive on tour anyways so uh <laughs> we need to put you in front of audiences anyway yeah dude um what's that other album you guys did uh oh yeah so Under um the western sun <clears throat> It's kind of interesting. I was talking what, to what uh, about the demo? Did we talk about that? Before? Oh no, yeah, we should get into that. I, I brought it up uh, while you were you were gone. So uh, oh, you did. We, oh, you also did. Um, My bad. The listeners might know, but yeah, we did a an EP that then became part of the Farthest Reaches album. It's a five song EP, mm-hmm. and Casey here did the uh, sol- solo on uh, Slaughter the Immortals. So yeah, actually, yeah, it turned I out remember, great, dude. I didn't even know that you did that, dude. I really didn't. That was so fun doing that. That was really oh, yeah. cool. I remember that. Yeah. I, I remember uh, the genesis of that. I mean, it was just one of these things where it's like, oh, Casey is such a good guitar player. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, yeah. we, uh, it would be really cool to have him do a guest solo. You know what I mean? And uh, and it was really cool and you killed it. And it seemed like uh, it was like one of those, one of those times where Zach Oren like seemed like he was, you know, actually having fun, you know what I mean? Not to, not to throw shade or anything, but like, you know, he, he was like into it and you guys were like going back and forth and having yeah. a lot of fun with it. You were doing a lot of improv and um, it was, uh, it was just really cool, man. So uh, check it out since it's, it's, it's in stores now. <laughs> yeah. It's an online streaming. Uh, spot uh, what's that? I said, was it at a hot topic right now? uh no <laughs> yeah can i go to hot topic to find some of really yeah it's, it's in a hot so topic long. near you you can go and pick up your uh, uh copy of uh farthest regions and a hogwarts sweatshirt <laughs> i'm slithering yeah there's probably a good there's probably a bigger crossover there than you think dude <laughs> the harry potter world and the son of aurelius world yeah, maybe, maybe. I, I, I just know that every time I go by a hot topic now, it's just like it's just like well, you're, Marvel you're shit. You're speaking to one. I know, I know, I enjoyed the Harry Potter movies at least when I watched them last, which was years ago. But I've never seen them. And I'm a son of Aurelius fan, dude. So well, there you go, dude. Where did you get the name uh, Son of Aurelius? Let's get into that. Where did that name? Uh, come? 
so that was uh, that was 100 josh miller um okay. he his it, it's basically the son of Aurelius is commodus right you might know him as the as the dickwad in the gladiator movie mm. yeah uh the you know the, uh, the joaquin phoenix character right okay, okay yeah i you know he's he's a bad character so uh, he uh he actually had this whole concept thought out and uh i'm not going to get into the whole thing here but it was like um just kind of following Commodus and he was, you know, that's kind of what the EP is about a little bit is uh, going into like defeating the gods and, and, and stuff like that. But um, he is the guy that coined the term. And uh, I remember, I remember when he pitched it to all of us, we were like, he got a little bit of pushback because uh, there was a lot of, of bands at the time. It was like, this all seems silly now, but it was like, this is one of these things you do when you're like young and hungry and want to be, you know, want to be successful is like, it's like there's born of Osiris. There's duh of blah. You know what I mean? Back so we, we were like, CBS, yeah. Yeah, rings yeah, of Saturn rings up. So we were like, spawn we of possession. Sure. <laughs> That's earlier yeah. though, right? actually the, <laughs> the greatest of band. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the greatest of band. But, um, he, he got a little bit of pushback, but we, we ended up digging it and, um, and that's that's where the that's where the name came from. Yeah. Odious of mortem. <laughs> Odious of the mortem, dude. Decrepit yeah. of birth. <laughs> Deeds of flesh. I, oh, there's a lot of ofs. We got one. We got one. There's a lot of ofs, yeah. and it yeah, yeah, and yeah. it and it works well. And it was a stupid thing to get hung up on, honestly. And uh, yeah. I mean, coming this... up with names is always like a fucking one of the most awkward processes for any band. Like you know, you got to like I mean, me and Carrie actually back when we were kids, coming up with our little project, we were like sending like fucking going through thesauruses and like trying to be like oh dude i remember that dude it's like is acidity work dude is acidity is acidity that good? dude <laughs> yeah that we totally that we definitely were stoked on acidity at one point that's funny you bring that up yeah acidity like that's dude yeah. we would have been the hottest new metal band on the fucking planet dude have anthony rapping and shit oh, an awesome acidity bro acidity oh my god <laughs> no we thought i thought it was i remember sitting outside of fucking guitar center in san jose uh, and texting carrie like dude acidity dude i think that's gonna be it i remember digging i was like yeah man uh, dude, yeah, fuck yeah yeah dude. yeah and i was like i knew it oh yeah it sounds good um, fuck yeah, that's gotta be a band already right yeah, I think it was. I think that's why we didn't do it. Is, like is that why we didn't do took it? it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we're actually talking shit on a band we don't know about. <laughs> I know, dude. <laughs> shout out to Acidity. Sorry, guys. The like no, first no, album, my favorite no. shit. Whoever Give it up. you are. Yeah. Give it up for Acidity, dude. Dude, dude. <laughs> Give it up for Acidity. <laughs> there's there's a bunch of Acidities. There's three that I can find. An indie rock band in Southern California. Oh my God, Joseph, you were tripping me out. I thought you were pulling that out of your head you're like actually there's three i didn't realize you were looking it up i was so, like yeah. holy shit we have so joseph's got a shit name down. for joseph which is the professor sorry so now we call yeah. joseph the I mean, there's a basketball, there's a basketball player called the professor you had to pull up the files the dome oh, files there's also a, a band acidity from piedmont wait turin piedmont is that even oh yeah the good people of piedmont <laughs> piedmont east is it Piedmont? Eastern Oakland? Europe? What fucking country is that? <laughs> like East East Piedmont? It's like, like my favorite like spot. Like East Bay or East like world? I don't know. <laughs> then there's another one. Anyway, 
Uh, oh no, this oh. is acidic. Acidic is the the. the uh, acidic's way better than acidic. That's a way better name, that. Joel. You God, blew it, dude. Blew it. Well, yeah. I don't know. I didn't look at the right fucking yeah. suffix. But they're actually popular <laughs> enough that you couldn't be acidic, also. Yeah. Okay. Well, shout out to the acid dance. You know. <laughs> um, oh. <clears throat> oh yeah. Then uh, you, you yeah. I wanted to. Push oh yeah. Back, back to <laughs> if we want to get back to it. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, the EP with Casey, that was super cool. Um, did our tours, uh, did a few shows here and there. And then um, things just kind of sort of slowed down a lot. And um, I was actually building a consulting business and, you know, getting, you know, moving in with a, with a significant other and all those, all those sorts of things and wasn't really dying to go back on tour. And and things kind of quieted down and it's funny because i was talking to casey about this the original pitch for what ended up becoming under western sun which is her second album is uh it was kind of like a last hurrah you know what i mean it was kind of like well you know because i had still been writing and stuff so i was like well there's you know there's material here and there's stuff to do and i you know got some dough and like maybe we should just self-produce an album because at that point <laughs> we had pitched um, some pre-production stuff to Good Fight and they were just kind of like, guys, I don't know, man. <laughs> like if you're not gonna go on tour and you're not gonna do like a full promotion thing, then um, then maybe we should just part ways, which, which was totally fine. And uh, I got no ill will towards Carl or Good Fight or any of those guys. <clears throat> and I th they totally just basically just let us out of, the con out of our contract. Mm -hmm. Which is a nice way of doing it as opposed to like you know what i mean like i'm sure there's all sorts of <laughs> things Leadership. you know and like debts to pay and god knows yeah what, yeah you know what i mean so uh we we're like okay well what are we doing are we doing anything do we want to find a new label do we want to do this do we want to do that and then at that time i had also seen that protest the hero gofundme pitch um where they were like we want to self-produce an album and that influenced me a ton where I was like, well, we should just do this. And there was kind of a game plan. Um, we were going to go, we were going to track as much of it and record as much of it with Max as possible. And Max did a ton. Um, you did a ton of work, months of work on that. And then um, we were basically going to go do drums and vocals and finish it up with Zach. He did a great job on it too. And uh, we did that. And then this is what I thought my ace in the hole was. Is I was like, well, I'll just go hire our old PR firm. That's all you have to do. You know what I mean? So I went and hit up Adrenaline PR and I got a, a promotion plan in place. And that's um, <laughs> that, that was funny because we hired them to do press for us. And then I was shocked when they when they came back and they're like, so do you guys have like videos or anything to promote the album with? And I was like, no, you're supposed to magically promote it for us. You know what I mean? Like I was just it's so, so dumb. And that's like when we did stuff like the infomercial and uh, hilarious. You know, I, yeah. <laughs> it was, that was super last minute. Those are um, setting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. We, dude, uh, I'd love to pull that up at some point if we could. <laughs> sure. Man, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. We should. There's some of the jokes, some of the jokes are a little cringy, but there's a lot of it I stand by. I remember it was funny while we were making it. I was like, man, I kind of like making this infomercial better than making the album. 
<laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, I'm a um, huge, I'm a huge, huge Tim and Eric fan, and it, it got me. Oh right yeah, the, yeah. You guys it's, totally it's, fucking had that Tim and Eric kind of editing to it. Well, the whole time I was tracking the album with Max, because he did, uh, you know, he did all the string instruments, and uh, he would have Tim and Eric playing on a little TV in the corner the whole time. So just mm-hmm by osmosis you know what i mean it was just like kind of a tim and eric vibe and we definitely totally buy it off of them like the whole like fast editing thing and all that shit yeah. oh yeah dude um, well that's that's actually doug lusenhoff who does all that editing his, his style is so unique dude and it's great that's like that's like at least half of that show is just the editing yeah of it. <laughs> yeah it's like uh, uh kind of bad on purpose editing kind of oh, stuff yeah uh, uh but um yeah we uh yeah we just put that album out and it was kind of supposed to be sort of a farewell um and it kind of ended up being that i mean um when the album started taking shape and then um riley um started doing his clean vocals and and we were doing pre-production of that and seeing how that was going to sound because we were so it was it was it was a kind of a cagey thing you know what i mean where we were like well, we have these songs and I'd kind of written them to be, to have clean singing. You know what I mean? I was kind of forcing the issue just with, with the writing, you know, and just being like, let's just do it, man. <clears throat> and um, there was some reticence. And then um, once we got some pre-production, it was like, okay, well, Riley can, can definitely do it. And uh and then hearing hearing him do the clean vocals in the, in the studio with uh, with Zach was freaking awesome, dude. It was really cool. And that's when <laughs> that was when we had that moment of like, is this a farewell album or should we like try to get back? You know what I mean? Should we just like try to run with this because we're you know we we were pretty proud of it, you know the way it turned out. And um, yeah, dude. Well, I mean, you should be to be honest. That's that's my son of Aurelius album for sure. I like <laughs> the know, first I know. one, but. But the new yeah. one just fucking it it like I text you the first time I I uh, listened to it and I from front to back and I still stand by it, dude. It's like a it's like a emotional roller coaster that it hits you with all the emotions along the way, and and but it does it in a way to where you're coming off of one emotion and it takes you into the next one. The transitions are really nice you sent me the sweetest text of all time i think it was like maybe the album had been out for a week or something and i was like hey man check this out dude and you sent me this like giant paragraph and you're like dude i took an edible and listened <laughs> and i went on a journey through yeah and i was like i was like this big long text. That's such, an, that's such an anthony text too dude it was it was really it was really nice man because yeah. i remember exactly where i was i was like in the parking lot at, at 24 hour like waiting like gonna go work out i remember getting this big long text and like i was just like holy shit that is so sweet man well yeah you didn't tell the truth too i mean if I if you get something like that from me, I'm not gonna fucking put some effort into all those words if I don't mean it. You know what I'm you saying? You are a vocalist after all. Yeah, dude, and I do I do like writing, and I do like ex- expressing my emotion through writing. So you got that. Yeah. Well, one of the th- I remember one of the things too when uh, we were about to do a, one of the Aureli casts. So we, me and Carrie and and son of Aurelius used to do like a, a podcast back in like 2012, 2013, 14. Um, they brought me in the studio to listen to it and. And Kerry didn't preemptively tell me anything. He didn't say, (laughs) 
where that's going to be clean vocals. I heard, I heard, um, you know, farthest reaches and stuff. So I was expecting that kind of like at the gates, he kind of more aggressive at the gates style is what I was like going into it. And I remember he, he, he blindsided me on purpose, which I know what Carrie does and just literally like brought me in there. And I was like, when I first heard it, it was kind of like the same thing happened when, um, with Decrepit with, uh, coming from Anti Begins and doing, um, the next album, whatever. I uh, diminish. Diminishing. Diminishing. Um, it's one of those things. It's such an extreme change that I remember hearing that and going like, "Dude, you guys are fucked." Because when yes. I when I heard that, I remember that was the first because it was an, an initial reaction that I had, and um and I'll I'll preface it with that. Um, later on, you look at my Spotify. I, I looked at my Spotify like all time playlists, and there's three Son of Aurelia songs from Under Western Sun on my all time last six years that are in my top five. <laughs> in my top five. But I remember, I like, got you, first, bitch. I got you. I know, I know. I remember like hearing it for the first time, be like, "You guys are, you guys are blowing it." Like, I remember because they brought you me were in not there. you, you dude. You weren't the only one, dude. I remember. Um, yeah. And and we were showing you the pre-production was which was a little rough, and it was a lot of like, okay. And but I, you know, I was like, dude, it's there. It's all. It's it's right there, dude. Yeah. But because um, we also showed it to. Um, uh, I don't know if you guys remember Brian Shields. Uh, yeah. Oh rest yeah. In peace. But um, yeah. shout out to Brian Shields. He was actually at that but, show that I'm that I was telling you about the Severed show that you played. He was there. Yeah, yeah. He was at a ton of stuff, man. A I mean, he was stuff. like yeah. very, very involved in the scene and and a great guy and uh, a huge, you know, a, a, he was he was really into Son of Aurelius and and um, and uh, I remember showing him <laughs> fucking under a Western Sun stuff. And he had basically the same reaction. It, like he 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 was like betrayed. I remember he was so yeah. bummed on it. He was like, I I showed him like a clean singing one, then I showed him like one like the most death metal, like one of the more death metal ones, and he was just like, yeah, probably stick with the death metal, dude. I don't know about this. And I was like, ooh. I remember the, the initial impressions from most people were like, guys, like I don't know, man. Like, but the, seems... the, the the set of the set of balls that you guys had to to put yeah. that out, like that literally, I mean, looking in retrospect, like the set of fucking balls you had just to go do that, like on and you know from having farthest reaches first and then going to under and western sun, um, and especially when you know you, you guys knew the blowback was coming because you knew that you know it was yeah. all screaming and and it was all it was all like you know more aggressive vocals the whole time. And you went to this clean singing thing that was like, it was it was changing your style almost completely. And um and at the time I I saw the writing on the wall like they're screwed blah blah is what I first when I <laughs> yeah. literally when I when I first heard it and um and it went to like become one of my it's l still literally one of my favorite albums of all time. Well, but you, uh, man. no seriously, yeah, unfortunately, it seriously is. unfortunately there you know it. I listened to it like today. this. I, it's still in my truck right now. It's got my, yeah, yeah. It's my, it's yeah. my center console right now. I only got like I'm listening to it right now. No. Fifteen. <laughs> no, I'm not even listening, listening to you guys. Because I, I still future. I still listen to CDs because I drive a 2004. I don't even have an auxiliary plug, so I just man. I I, 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 I used to live that life. Now I've got like a Bluetooth. I'm not kidding. I've got a Bluetooth speaker. You know that you take to like pool parties in my yep. car. <laughs> nice. Like a, like yeah, a, my wife just looks at me and is like, "Hey, I'm, you got I'm divorcing you." Yeah. <laughs> I've had that thought too um, about that having the physical copy of that CD to my uh, this is actually not even what I was going into but you just made me think of this was when I saw the uh, original artwork that was going to be the original cover art 
but now it's yeah. just a picture of the CD. Yeah. You yeah. had showed, I was at Joel's old apartment and you had came over with it. It was, it's only, it's like, you know, it was a real small piece of paper. You know, I thought I expected, you know, you look at that, that sound, looks like it would be something huge, but no, you were, you came in, it was only like maybe like a seven by seven piece of paper or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was, um, uh, shout out to Jesse, dude. Uh, he, uh, we, Oh, there it is. Yeah, Joel's Joel's showing part of it yep, on his that's shirt. Part of it. Yeah, it's in color yeah, on the cool. CD. Yeah, yeah, it's well. Um, Jesse did like a full color version, and um, it, w the idea was like try to make something like um, the farthest reaches cover art, which was very busy and very colorful and a whole lot. And I was like, just go to town. Uh, we've known Jesse forever, and we've always known him as this incredible artist. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. I was like listen, man, just go to town, dude. And yeah. uh, he did, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like dude. it was, it's an insane piece of art. Dude, you get up close to it. There's, I mean, there's strings threaded through it. Oh it's, yeah, dude. He's like a, he's an avant-garde. He's a, he's a true artist kind of character guy. And yeah. he's also, he also went to school for art and, you know, he does sculpting and he does the whole deal. But um, the actual cover art, it's so strange because um, he got that done and we were like, oh my God, we couldn't be happier. This is amazing you know he didn't want any money but i think i paid him like 200 bucks or something just because it was you know i was like i gotta give you something for this mm -hmm. and then um he was like i'm also working on t-shirt designs for you guys and i was like no shit dude that's awesome and then he showed me the album cover wow. of the of the kid with the guitar and and i was like wow that is a really great shirt <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. i was like that is a killer shirt and uh I took it back to the fellas and, and we were just kind of like, I think this is just the album cover, dude. Like just black and white, just keep it super simple. And mm -hmm. um, I, <laughs> I, I, I remember when I went back to go tell Jesse, I was like, I think that's going to be the cover of the album. I feel like he was just like, man, I spent 30 hours on it. You know what I mean? Like he was kind of <laughs> like, what? Like yeah. if I knew, you know, I could have done this much easier if you just told me or, or something like that. But that's why we were like, okay, well, we'll make the, the CD imprint the really crazy art. And then mm -hmm. I like that contrast too, how it's nice and, you know, it's poppy with the white and on the black on white and, and it's simple and, and it's, it's powerful. Yeah. It's, it just seemed, yeah. And then you like, open it up and then there's all the, what, what Jesse did. And you're just like, wow, I like yeah. that contrast. Hmm. Thanks, man. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was cool. Got him. All these memories are just kind of coming flooding back in a weird way. Yeah, I remember hearing the pre-pro stuff. I I remember that you guys recorded drums for the album quite a bit before, you know, the album came out. So like Spencer had pre-pro stuff he was showing me and other people who would like come jam with him, and I remember him just being like. Yeah, we're just doing arena rock for this album. <laughs> yeah, there was and, so yeah, totally, dude. Yeah, go on. And he he just put on one of the songs, and I remember just making eye contact with my friend. It's it's not quite the Joel like these guys are fucked experience, but I remember just thinking like, <laughs> like, are we gonna like this or is is this yeah. the good, is this the good kind of like you you can you're gonna like this eventually or is it the you know, this is a mistake and, and this is going to sound so cheesy because at the time it just wasn't sure. But it, along with Joel, it definitely went to that. This was just forward thinking. Like we all, it just was the kind of thing that takes a while to really appreciate. And there's yeah. been many yeah. albums like that. There's been like the, uh, if you think about um, when Cynic came out with um, 
Trace Denaire. Trace Denaire. I was, you know, I liked the, I liked Evolutionary Sleeper. You know, I was like, okay, I like this song, Sick, but the rest dude. of the album, I oh, just yeah, not I just into. That. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not into the rest of the album though. I don't, you know, um, it was one of those things where I was kind of had some pushback, you know, and, and it I think a it's a sleeper album for you. Yeah, exactly. Sleeper. <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, it's one of those, it, it's one of those things where, um, especially as a metalhead, I think it's very common with a lot of people where you come into an album where it might be more, you know, it's not really your forte. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like, it's kind of going outside your boundaries of where you want to go. And uh, what you think is cool at the time, especially growing up, like what, what me and Carrie used to grow up with and stuff and like what, how we rated things and how we thought yeah. things Oh were. God, we were brutal, dude. We were brutal. We were, we were brutal. And, totally. you know, to, to your guys' credit of being like a little weird, you know, when you first heard the pre-pro, I mean, there, you know, bands, you know, it, that's an easy thing to fuck up. You know what I mean? Unfortunately, where it's like, totally. um, and this is, uh, I remember when I was first talking about it with Riley, uh, mm -hmm. my memory of it, and my memory is horrible, but my memory of it was, I I think he posted a video of himself singing like a, like a Beatles song or something like that. And I was uh, like, yeah. and he was like kind of belting it and like really going for it on this Beatles song. And I was like, well, shit, man, I didn't know you could, you know, I, I, I like your, your voice is awesome and you can, uh, you know, clean singing man holy shit and i remember talking to him about it and i was like hey man would you want to do clean singing um and that uh th there was a point in time where it's like is this even aurelius or is this another band should we start another band but whatever and uh we were talking about the the songs that were being written and stuff and i was like hey do you want to do clean singing and um i remember the thing that we all kind of agreed on was like we, we all kind of kind of want this, but the only way it's going to work is if you put your, all, your entire ball sack into it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you got, you gotta, you gotta go for it. You can't, there can't be any whiny shit there. You know what I mean? There, it, it can't be, you know, like, I don't know, especially at that time, there was just like, there were some bands dabbling and, and clean singing. And then it would, it would just immediately go into the, like the super high pitched, like, I don't know, like Avenge Sevenfold. You know what I mean? I don't know. It was just like, just very high pitched kind of like, safe like here's our clean singing part here you go yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what i mean yeah. and uh, and the whole idea that we were we were like well it do it like like belty like almost like devon townsendy or don't do it at all you know what i mean mm -hmm. and uh i mean credit to riley man i mean i you know talk about you know talk talk about balls and doing something i mean it was mostly him on the line you know what i mean i'm sitting back yeah. here doing guitar solos you know what i mean you're like, like yeah go, go try that i know i was like dude sick dude yeah yeah put your entire yeah. soul on the line you know what i mean <laughs> yeah yeah and and i'm back here going like you know, you know what i mean like and i, and I was very invested in and all the rest but it was it, i mean he really had to put his his voice literally on on that and uh yeah. And he, and he killed it. I know, um, you know, there was some, there were some definitely people that weren't into it. And, uh, and I, I felt like there wasn't a ton of that, but, um, I know that uh, some of that stuff definitely got Riley down and, and, uh, it's, it's too bad because, um, I don't know that we would have continued on anyway, but, um, I mean, if we want, we can talk about the last show that Riley's ever played. Do you want to talk about that, Joel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I'm, I'm gonna go to the restroom real quick but I'll okay okay <clears throat> so yeah no as far as like i don't know that one of those things where 
Riley just pushed like that is takes such balls to me to go from like a metal band to like I don't know decrepit the same thing though because I remember hearing going from uh Antime Begins um to Diminishing and being like dude you, I was like worried I was like you guys are gonna get blowback like you guys aren't doing the same fucking thing you guys you guys are doing like a more melodic version of it you guys are you know and and you went from the most brutal band of all time to to melody like you know and, and yeah they, it's a good even, point but that's only on the guitars you know that is true that like, is true imagine if drums were going like singing and i listened to that the i listened to yeah. it yesterday i listened diminishing for the first time in like fucking five years yesterday and uh there's some really fucking cool drums casey on uh, uh essence of creation that's like i remember like listening to it going like holy fuck like there's a lot of prog like cool influences that came in across um that casey basically took on was like all right you guys want to do like melody and shit well i'm gonna fucking throw neil pert and danny carey in the mix you know <laughs> like it actually kind of made it cool and progressive like on 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 the top end of it so well thanks no, man I, I grew up on that stuff and my teacher yeah. was really into that when i was in high school so just essence yeah. of creation i listened to that i listened to it twice yesterday on my drive home i rewind it and listened to the that's whole a thing great again. song yeah yeah and i was like fuck man this is like the drums are just so good and even with uh, the re-recording of Van Time Begins, I listened to that a couple times too and was like, fuck, man. I don't know. Real quick so, while Carrie's always oh, just walking in, but real quick, I, I, <laughs> dude, I just realized now we're like an hour and a half into this or whatever, and I didn't say anything about the intro. I, oh. I was going to, dude, <laughs> now you're going to start. I thought yeah, we were just not talking about it after. What, well, I mean, you guys, what, th after that was you such didn't. a sick intro. That was such a good intro. Like, <laughs> dude. <laughs> yeah dude so uh shout out to your homie joseph give him a shout out real quick chris what's his last name beetle <laughs> chris beetle yeah yeah no chris beady um oh beady shit but there's also a chris beady who's in like hate breed or something wait oh check. yeah he's like the bass player or something right yeah i don't play in a band with the bass player of hate breed i play in a band with a guy at the same name as that guy <laughs> um Shout out to Chris for the the intro. Super which, sick. Yeah, the collab editing and post into the shit, and it'll be fucking sick. And I made the video to accompany it. And uh, yeah, dude. Um, and the drums too, right? And I programmed those. Yeah, but yeah. Chris wrote that song, so um, he's my like guitarist right now. Like I'm doing all kinds of stuff with with other bands, but what's the band he's in? Like Dreamer is the Dreamer. name of the band. Fuck yeah. yeah, Dreamer. You and you and him and Dreamer, right? Yeah, we're uh we have we're working with uh some other really talented individuals at the moment we've just uh onboarded them so we're like putting together like a live set live lineup did he record that in his room or something like that sounded like legit dude if you dude all it takes today honestly well he has got really really great guitar equipment and recording equipment but uh that's like i know he uses get good drums and the bass sample is it like euro bass i think is what yeah okay yeah yeah so oh sure well, again, as you do your yeah. drummer three with one of the get good drum expansions and and euro bass is what i'm totally glad there. i bought all the other equipment that's not that i got like easy drummer <laughs> and like, <laughs> like, like, yeah. i got like all the other shit that's like not that yeah <laughs> yeah no the so, the song is seriously impressive it sounds awesome i know it sounds like i thought i thought <laughs> it's literally really cool. that he, i thought he clipped it from like a discord or deeds track and just like made something else i'm like oh that's cool i had that same moment when casey showed it to me earlier i was i was like 
Sounds a legit yeah, I don't, recording. They're, they're gonna they're gonna get a copyright strike on this. Dude. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, yeah, dude. I like, mean, I'm not. Ex- no, it I sounds high quality. As get fuck, what, no. what he's doing with it though. He's he's paying his tribute to the. I mean, like the first four episodes of this podcast, all those bands. Yeah, right, right. Totally. It's the Cali Death theme song, so you know. It's he like, nailed it. Yeah, that's Chris, what it's Chris you to fucking be. nailed it. Fuck yeah, Just, Chris. Like, take the style. Yeah, cheers. Fucking rule, dude. Cheers, sounds Chris. better than guitar. Fuck yeah, dude. Change yeah. the name to the Chris cast and be done with it, dude. <laughs> we'll, we'll get them on credit where credit's due. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, we're, we're building up, you know, we're, we're trying to like do things in the modern, whatever web 2.0, whatever we're calling yeah. it, but Hell we're yeah. going to, we're going to put out playthroughs of the new material that Chris released and he's got an EP out uh, on the way out. Um, we're like, you know, demoing it right now. So yeah, dude, it's 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 really exciting. And like you said, he played the Defeated Sanity album all the way fucking through on video, yeah, right? We shared it on our page, the Cali Death Podcast page, Ridiculous. like Facebook, so you can like go back. He he uh, filmed every song on the new Defeated album, playing guitar on it. He just learned that in like two weeks. So I wish, God, it would be cool if he was wearing like a fitness tracker. You know what I mean? Where he could, <laughs> he could like like see how many calories he burned. <laughs> but he's wearing a cool Mister Bungle. Uh, beanie the whole time. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, nice. Mr. Bungle. What yep. up? Yeah. Raging Wrath of the Easter Bunny. There you go. <laughs> Cheers. Okay. Um, cycling back, I was going to say about this uh, before we leave on the, the, the underwestern stuff and Riley in particular, his vocals. So, Carrie, you know, I was in Conos with Riley. Um, oh my God. This goes so deep. Yeah, man. <laughs> Joseph, where have you been my whole life? What, how did this happen? That's what I was trying to explain earlier is we're like, we, we were the band that almost was like, I should have, it should have been me, man. No, I don't know. I mean, I just was like, in the <laughs> no, scene. dude, I, I went to go see you guys. So um, I was going to ask if you ever saw Kanos. Yes. I saw you guys. God, oh man, uh, Joel, I think you were there. We went to a show. That we played was like the vets hall once with a band of orcs. That was like, this, this was like, it, this was like outdoors. Yeah. If that, oh, did you guys go down to Watsonville in that festival? Yes. That yes. Show? yes. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I have, I have, I have a photo. I have photos shit. from that. That's like an outdoor, like it was like in the woods kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Oh my God. It was like, I a, gotta get the name of that, but that was like a little metal fest. It was metal sick. fest. Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. oh, we, uh, we totally saw you guys play, dude. I remember Riley. Uh, yeah. Um, I now oh, remember shit. you. <laughs> it's like, yeah, holy shit. Playing. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, this is so crazy, dude. If you guys start a band from this shit, I want I got. Oh, I was playing that. You're playing that. Yeah. Damn. Six six string bass. Yeah. And so, well, now I remember you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, it's all um, coming back. No. And so yeah, dude. Um. So I I like played with Riley, and then, um. You know, kind of like saw the writing on the wall with 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 Kanos, and and went back to school, um, and then just when Son Aurelius did Under a Western Sun. I was just like, that's my boy, man. Like, <laughs> that's cool, man. Because Riley used to do like the most disgusting, just, just craziest vocals with Kanos. He had all these crazy sounds, like ultra gutturals, but also like, yeah, creepy, he was like, almost like doing vocals. like yeah. psychroptic stuff or yeah. something. You know what I mean? Like, he has he was... the most versatile voice yeah. in death metal. Um, yeah. But he, I didn't, yeah, he probably does, actually. I didn't even yeah. know that that was in him, that that album. And I know he also wrote some of the songs on Son of a... Uh, yeah, so like he um, wrote, I think it's called Blinding, Blinding Light. Light. Yeah, yeah, Blinding Light, yeah, yeah. Um, And he also, he, I mean, he definitely wrote the whole song. <clears throat> yeah. I'm trying to think. I think, he, I think he tracked the guitar, 
I think. Oh, that acoustic. Yeah, it was my it's my tailor from upstairs. Okay. Um, yeah. Stop talking to your did. wife like that. Because <laughs> I remember like, him like. It's I not. He's not talking about his wife, dude. Somebody's <laughs> upstairs stitching his clothes right now, dude. I remember going to Max's studio and like I was tracking my own stuff with him. I was doing demos with with several bands with Max at the time, and Riley would just like come in with his guitar and just like I just gonna go like sing, and he would just be in there just singing super loud over himself strumming guitar and just like getting it out you know so yeah and and it just you could tell like the whole band it that that album's kind of like like a breakup album with the music industry or something like there's like yes it was i mean yeah. there's a there's a song called attack on Prague, <laughs> <laughs> like where we're like roasting our own album <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> yeah uh it's literally yeah literally literally going for it and all all the all all the ways um it's funny early on there we me and uh there was some talk of like doing it like as a concept album mm-hmm. and then um <laughs> that's kind of where if we get to it you know I was this, just uh, this other this other thing that we may do at the end uh tease but um that's kind of where we i remember me and riley trying to come up with like a story for a concept album and stuff mm-hmm. and i was dog shit at it i was no good at it riley actually had like a pretty good idea and he had like characters and themes and all this stuff and i kind of liked the idea of like oh you know like here's the theme for the protagonist and maybe it like comes back in through other songs it was completely up my own ass with it but um uh that at a certain point riley's just like let me just write about what i want to write about and that's kind of what we went with but um <clears throat> that's so crazy dude you're in Kanos, dude yeah we were sick dude i mean i really really liked being in that band i was only in that band for about six months and we only recorded a couple demos and did a few shows like maybe five or six shows um but you know i i felt like the material i wasn't writing i was learning the material and kind of just getting to ready to contribute when we fell apart but i kind of like was the more like oh i'm gonna tab our shit out and like get us on a click on a grid well you know that kind of that aspect that you kind of need if you're trying to record with people um who aren't willing to just like let you guys fuck around but uh, yeah like um there was some ultra creative uh energy synergy in that band and it just yeah it just the the rest of the band except me were living in a house together i lived like not far away uh but just like the, the the dynamic of the people in the house and you know being a little too close and then one of the guys had a kid so that was kind of this one i think yeah if you have a kid you're not very metal dude it just you know yeah no that's that's (laughs) that that's written right on the wall yeah yep that's uh yep that's that's all right what do you think about that tony i'm I'm trying i'm trying to keep myself from laughing at joel right now dude (laughs) look over at joel and he's got that same fucking face dude that he just has when he's sitting there dude and he's trying not to smile let's see your text messages pretty soon (laughs) no no no, nothing to do with you and uh no, sorry dude i wasn't even paying attention are you, are you guys like sending secret text messages to no, no no no, 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 no we're, not, we're not we're not we're not i swear i just saw joel's fucking goofy face and i just started laughing dude i've been smoking weed this whole fucking podcast just, come on oh yeah no joel's joel's face on weed is yeah that's it's a it's a no no offense to your face dude it's a beautiful face no it's great haircut weed. no offense to about, weed. Casey's about to see it <laughs> 
I have no Anyways. okay. All right. You'll see it. Yeah. Anyways, uh Anyways. So. Yeah. So, so anyway, good times, oh, I've, good times. Before we uh drop this and, and move on, um, I do want to say uh yeah, Riley wrote uh Blinding Light, and then I mean the other thing that we did is we just said all songs written by Son of Aurelius at a certain point. Oh, everybody's in on the joke. What the hell is going on over here? <laughs> Everybody. Except- All right. Now I see. I was in the middle of like my <laughs> no, 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 no. big last thought on this. Carrie had to fucking or uh, Anthony had to call me out. I was doing. I thought I was doing good, but then Anthony knows my fucking half smile face that I can't fucking underplay enough. But uh, I was gonna say we we changed the, the there was there's always this weird part or at least with us there was of like at least on farthest reaches in the EP where it's like, okay, now we have to like divvy up the song credits and stuff like that. And uh, that's always kind of a weird conversation. And... <laughs> Sorry, that wasn't... <laughs> All right. No, but uh, we can go into that Catalyst show if you want to talk about that. I'm totally down. Pretty, I just want to uh... say, I just want to say this one thing, you guys. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you just sent me a movie? Sent me a I, just movie sent with... I just sent you a movie. But uh Joel sabotaging the oh <laughs> totally sabotaging it. What you didn't have to call it out, it was supposed to be an after pod thing. I yeah, was... but video dude, <laughs> Anthony's on your call. game, dude. I know Anthony knows my he face. He knows, like, dude. Like I see Anthony start laughing, like, dude, is my face doing that thing? And he's okay. like, All right, anyways, yeah. All right, just Son real quick, Jesus. Yes. I just want to say I did not write any of those vocal parts. You know what I mean? Like that. Yeah. So it, it's weird. It's like when you say like, you know, Riley wrote Blinding Light. Well, it's like he, he did write that song completely. Mm-hmm. And then he wrote all of the vocals. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Which is gigantic. I mean, there's harmonies. There's a ton going on. Mm-hmm. So you, you really then, had nothing to do with the with the vocal like melody and harmony and stuff. No, like it was it was purely the, my only input was like purely like uh just like you know like go team you know what i mean like yeah yeah don't fuck this up you know what i mean like that, that was basically what they he got out of me you know what i mean and, yeah, uh, yeah so you wrote all those vocals and um you know i had written bass lines on all the guitar pros but you know max ended up doing you know all this uh all the uh frontless bass i mean he took some stuff that i wrote but mainly that's all him and then you know spencer's doing the drums you know what i mean so at that yeah. point it was just kind of like okay yeah maybe i wrote these songs and uh, a lot of these songs in guitar pro not all of them because max also wrote some and spencer too but um it was kind of like let's just all call it written by son of Aurelius at this point you know what i mean yeah so that's the only thing i have to say about that joel take it away on the uh fur clock show so we uh we're at a band practice and we thought it would be funny to um there's a band called fart clops where it's a a, a one-man project where he records he records all of his own farts and uh makes his oh, okay nice yeah oh here we go all right correct uh, you got come it. on joel all right so uh he basically it was it was like an inside joke actually i think gabe sieber showed this to me in 2011 or 10 and it was this one man project that made a fucking actual like edm project with his own farts it's, it's super funny and it and it like actually it sounds kind of good and it's catchy um so i showed it to the band um when i was oh, I, I was i, I, I had known about it skipped. since before then but like... we, had, we had skipped a, a a big uh section where uh carrie was like hey joel 
um i want you to play in son of Aurelius, and i was like nope oh um, right uh, yeah yeah we should, yeah. Yeah, I, I no, we like, should probably I, get into that yeah i was immediately like yeah, Carrie was carrying his salesman mentality, who's like probably the best salesman I've ever met in my life. Basically, was like, Hey, I know you're gonna say no to this because he already knew the preface. He's like, You're gonna say no. And I was like, What do you? He's all just play with us live, just we're gonna have fun. Let's just play it live. And I was like, Nope, he's all, No, 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 just learn one song and just and then like because it was like before I think I don't think Under Western Sun maybe it was coming out like it was it was not out or it was about to come out or something like that. And I was kind of like, I, I already had the writing on the wall thing in my head where I was like, I don't want to. I knew, I knew it was a hard no, but I, yeah. I just knew I could get you, bitch. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, he's like, before you say no, just learn one song. Because I was playing bass mainly only at the time. And I was like, all right, I'll learn uh, one song. And I learned it and I was like, this is so much fun. Uh, send me more. And he kept sending me more songs. I'm like, oh my God. I'm so, and we jammed with Spencer and stuff. I'm like, this is so much fun. I'm. I'm in. So he gets me in the, you know, the, the live lineup and uh, we all, you know, me being the fucking wacky dumbass that I am, I think it's funny. I'm like showing fart clops. And then the discussion becomes between every son of Aurelia song, we should have fart clops playing. Like it's like this. Can I, can I, band. Can, I can I extrapolate yeah. a little bit? So yeah. there's a band fart clops. Is anybody familiar with fart clops? I don't think anyone is. They still only have no? like okay. 10,000 views. On it's really, it's super dumb. It's basically, yeah, yeah. it's like very competent. Yeah. Fart EDM. Like this guy recorded a bunch of his own farts. It's very homegrown, very farm to table. <laughs> and uh, he made these like pretty catchy songs, but it's all fart noises. <laughs> and we always thought it was hilarious. Me and Joel. Yeah. So there was some pitch because here's, you know, this, there's always, the, there's that goofy moment in every live set where you're like, okay, so in between the songs, what are, what samples are we going to play? Are we going to have like, you know, and usually it's like big symphonic opera shit. And you know what I mean? Like, you, you know, you want to keep the vibe going. I'm not talking shit on any of that stuff. I'm just saying like that was the go-to was like, oh, we're, we're going to play Pond Zimmer in between every song and then we'll go into the next song or whatever. <clears throat> So there was a pitch at some point that was like, and this, it was kind of a joke pitch at first, which was like, dude, how funny would it be is if between every segue of every song, we just played fart clops. So all it was is like, we'd have these super serious under Western sun songs. And then in between, it would just be farts. And then we'd go into the next song. Like that was the sample in between instead of like the symphonic shit, it was just farts. Um, take that one <laughs> and it, at first in the it was beginning like, everyone was it was a joke no it yeah, was yeah. a joke at first yeah. it was a big haha funny joke yeah and then um at some point everyone basically decided and by everyone i mean especially max god bless <laughs> max it's it's a funny it's a funny bit but he was just like no it has to be that now it has to be that <laughs> and then i remember at a certain point going guys I don't know if this is such a good idea, actually. Yeah, I was it's a funny haha joke, but I actually don't know. And I got completely overruled on on all of that stuff. And I actually thought it was kind of funny too. But uh, uh go on to how the actual show transpired. <laughs> so uh we had uh Max, speaking of Max, had everything pre-programmed through a an iPad 
that would literally change our amps to clean and dirty and do everything for us. And in between the songs would play the samples, would do everything for us. It was like this supposed to be just fail safe, kind of like it's going to fucking take care of all of our fucking in between shit. And, and it uh, did. I mean, when it was when it worked, it did when it worked. Yeah. yeah. So but then we show up and then he's like, oh, I don't have the adapter, you know, and we're literally playing for a sold out show at the Catalyst. It's contortionist, Polyphia, Son of Aurelius and a couple other opening bands. And um, so it's, it's a it's a packed house. And now it's time to fucking, you know, put your fucking wheels to the ground. Are you going to fucking play fart clops? <laughs> for everyone to do all this are you really and everyone's serious like like got the the cross arm serious prog nerds are there what's going like it would have been hilarious if you guys stayed serious too like well was, okay well the, the, the smile we, that was we, kind of the idea that was the <laughs> idea <laughs> was, but but was, we'll, we'll, we'll get yeah. to it so we couldn't find the adapter joel haston i love one of my best friends he is the promoter of the show and he's texting me. We can't find the adapter and we're trying to find the adapter. And we're like, it's, we're taking way too long. to set Yeah. Up. We're, we're super late. We're, we're like, like 24 minutes too long. In, like trying to set up and we have like a small little set to play. And uh, he's texting me on the, on the stage going, what the fuck are you guys doing? What the fuck? And then um, we're, we're looking for this fucking stupid adapter. And then Spencer is like running around and he falls off stage, twists his ankle Um like yeah this is all going on i'm we're, like it's the most nightmare situation ever he like this, is, be this is before the set has started yeah, with yeah. the farts he yeah. thinks this is before the farts broken. Set. <laughs> he thinks his ankle is broken he thinks his i think i think i think it was broken he broke it it was after <laughs> after the show i saw his ankle it was a goddamn candle and it was yeah, all yeah. like Did he played um, his show nevertheless or oh yeah well, so yeah. it was uh, well, about three songs it was about three songs. The, the yeah, set. we had to cut it way short. And I remember talking to Spencer. I was like, "Hey, man, do we need to call this off?" Because he took a he took a spill, and I mean, yeah, like yeah. he couldn't he couldn't even walk. He thought <clears> there and, he um, thought there was a step off the off the the atrium stage. He thought there was like a step and another step, but he didn't see the first step, and he walked yeah. into it like there was a step there, and just hyperextended, twisted everything like the worst yeah. fall I've seen. And. uh yeah pre-show and it was just like everything is going wrong i'm sitting there just going like and there's just a fucking packed house staring at all of us and, uh, <laughs> it's the worst it's worst uh, situation ever yeah and then the farts you know we play a song so we song. were like at you know we're redlining it you know like the first thing i'm like are we gonna are we gonna play the show to spencer because i was like well, we'll call it off dude like if you can't yeah. play you can't play like dude like you're injured you know what i mean and he was like yeah. let's just do it and i was like okay well we gotta start it right now and we started it and it was like the most stress ever. And we, yeah. I, I felt like we played well. Yeah. And, you know, there was some minor, you know, monitor issues and stuff like that. But then, you know, we just get to the end of this and just farts play. So I, I, I can't even imagine Joel Haston just fucking like after all of that, like half hour late and shit like that. <laughs> like just, just playing first, first song. It's like, okay, they're finally playing. They're getting through this first song. Awesome. And it's just like, <laughs> You know what I mean? Like it's in hilarious. between. Like I would think, like after all that, you'd be just like, you know what? Fuck the fart. <laughs> Fucking sample. No, it was all like, automated. No, dude. It there was, was no. There was no like, getting once out. Once you of press it. play, you're gone. Like there's nothing. Well, we had stop. committed you found to the it. adapter, is what you're saying. I think there was, an, there was some sort of adapt uh, adaptation, but uh, <laughs> like, but no, it was literally like 
and everyone in the in the audience that were my you know that gave me feedback were like oh yeah the farts were playing but they were like peeking and even farting through the speakers so there was not even like the farts didn't even come through correctly <laughs> like nothing came through correctly you guys like like couldn't hear this this that your farts were fucking like blowing up the fucking pa like <laughs> yeah and no one was la like i remember like i remember like riley was like dancing like during the farts and i was sitting there just going and everyone's just like this like during the yeah parts, like, it was okay, not well. it did not go over well it was it was uh the last show the son of aurelius played and <laughs> in many ways the best <laughs> um i remember i was very happy with my playing that night for what's that for whatever that's worth yeah yeah <laughs> i remember Even the songs you guys, you guys were changing the set like in mid-set and you were yeah. like you were like we're gonna play the song instead and i'm like cool and i didn't hear what you guys yeah. said because i'm fucking deaf as fuck and I went into the wrong song Im immediately, and like, <laughs> and I caught back on though. Like, I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, that, that was like, minor. That was minor. But you guys were remember Riley was looking at your direction, like, "We're gonna play this, play this." I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, "What are you guys playing?" <laughs> like, I have no I, idea. I, I I remember that. Like, what the fuck is going on? So yeah, it was pretty much um one of those uh, Maryland Death Fest nightmare situations where, um, you know, you have a bunch of people staring at you unimpressed, Just except your friends are like. Your friends are still they look unimpressed too like everyone looks unimpressed but yeah i think we were playing reading we into it a little bit too much because i mean i remember you know people were like do you have six set Dude, everyone says six set though huh yeah yeah. yeah 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 no i know can't necessarily count on the six set but um i don't know it was fine but also like that, that was the last show we played i mean looking back on it it's fucking hilarious it's kind the, of it's kind of perfect for that yeah <clears throat> at the time is a fucking nightmare <laughs> yeah that's the kind of dumb shit we were doing dude you know infomercials and fucking fart sets dude you know joel's in the infomercial too you you were yeah. along you were along on this ride yep yep <laughs> with my little archspire thing right the state right. tech yeah. <laughs> i know i know we kind of were throwing some shade out there in that that uh infomercial a little bit uh well i think uh when uh, uh joseph gets back here we'll we'll uh we'll mess around with uh doing some some albums you liked from uh 2020 yeah oh yeah everyone oh, yeah. everyone everyone has their <laughs> list completely com like prepared and collated and notes and the whole deal right <laughs> everybody's got their list right i got uh, mine I, yeah i got your list <laughs> <laughs> i've got there's some stuff on here yeah actually no. The, the some of these are uh honorable mentions but uh i just uh, again yeah we'll, we'll we'll go through it so joseph i was saying do we um we got through our our big fart fart show story <laughs> uh the fart clops show but um yeah <laughs> but uh I, I was thinking do we want to uh talk about some of the some of the albums from 2020 that everybody liked yeah i'd love to do that well, how do we want to do this? Do we want to like go in like order? Like I start with one and then maybe we do Joel. I'll, and I'll start. Or... Okay. New Defeated Sanity. <laughs> is it on the list? Or isn't? It isn't, but it's definitely in there for me too. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll, that's my vote. New Defeated Sanity? But these, yeah. Okay. Well, it's not a vote. We're not doing best album of 2020. It's the best. <laughs> We're not doing that. Don't prove me wrong. <laughs> no, I mean I love I, I love like nucleus. I love all these other ones. I'm just yeah. 
Sorry, I'm spilling the beans. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the other thing I want to say is like, we're not doing a, a, a top five of 2020 or anything mm -hmm. like that. I'm, I'm, I just wanted to talk about some of the albums that uh, we all dug from last year. You know, not, not an ordered list, not handing any awards out. One for me actually isn't, uh, I don't know if any of you guys have listened to it. Joseph, I don't, I don't know if you know this band, Imperial Triumphant. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know yeah. the hype. Yeah, I uh, I haven't like given the album a, a, a like a full sit, but I've watched the videos and stuff. I need to do the more of the dive into that. Yeah, I mean it's an acquired taste, you know. You got to be really into the avant garde and yeah. What's know. how would you what would you compare it to? Like what's a well, I mean their album before it's I, the new album. I can't really pinpoint anything I can compare it to because it is really unique in itself like it's a it's a nice blend of jazz and avant-garde black metal dude it's like black metal avant-garde black metal played with a jazz approach and and uh just some really interesting ideas on the new album and uh i mean the album before that i used to compare it to like i was like uh what was it called vile luxury excuse me vile luxury I would compare it to like Gorguts and Gorguts Obscura and Emperor oh, wow. Prometheus had a kid and and, grew, and that kid grew up on John Zorn. That's what I would call that last album. <laughs> this one's That's awesome. That's a really good description. <laughs> That's great. And, but this new one, I can't really, I mean, it's all those elements are still there, you know, but they have something new that they're bringing to the table with it. And it was just, one of those standout albums there's there's some really crazy ideas in the drum section of that album too dude there's there's a and 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 the ideas behind the songs too so luxury very evil you know so it's like they're, they're taking a new approach to evil they're gonna look at you know you know like luxury and high society and all that shit and call it because they're from new york so they're fucking walking through all these fucking skyscraper corporate buildings and fucking seeing all this evil surrounded by them it's like why, why not talk about that evil they, they got some grit to them you know what i mean a, yeah a bit, bit of an edge you know what totally. i mean i like that but they got a song called the atomic age and it really if you take it from if you listen to it from front to back it's like it's a story being told of us dropping the bomb on hiroshima and but what's going on in like when things get all scrambled after the bomb hits, there's this one section where the drummer's actually playing a solid beat with his right hand and right foot, like nonstop, like maybe just like a slower black metal split time blast on those two hands. But his left hand is actually speeding up and getting to a full on blast at the end when it just starts at like a slow so he's got this, he's got two limbs keeping the same solid beat the whole time, but his left hand is speeding up throughout that whole entire thing. And, and I just, I, it blows my mind that he can separate his limbs like that. Is that something that, that you find easy, Joseph or Casey, to where you can actually take one limb out of the mix and do whatever the fuck you want with it while you're playing solid beat with the other limbs? I'm sure Casey can do it better. <laughs> He's fucking pretty good at that independence stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, I've seen dude, it. Literally, is like but... it speeds up faster and faster in tempo throughout the whole entire measure. But his right yeah. hand and right foot are keeping a solid beat the whole time. 
I've never tried that. I mean, yeah, it's I mean, it's 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 yeah, it's just really trips me out to listen to it. So that's just like one of the highlights for me is that album and all the ideas in it. So the album's called Alphaville Century Media Imperial Triumphant. Boom. I like it. Very professional. I just added it to a Spotify playlist. So nice. I will be checking that out out. for sure. That's awesome, dude. Anything else? Artwork too. Sick artwork. Um, my honorable mention is actually 2019, and I know I'm coming again with weird shit, but Reinier Landerman's uh, solo album from 2019 came out in December, so I want to just slide it into 2020 kind of, for me. Kind of a shout out. Yeah, no, that's that's 2019's 2020 album of the year. Right yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's official. <laughs> but yeah, that's a uh, drum, uh, the bass player of Pavor's solo project. All the gotcha. players from Pavor. I know, Joel, you, you, it's, it probably should be an album you listen to, but I don't know if you'll ever touch it. Um, if you like Bethlehem vocals, because he did vocals on uh, Dictus, I can't, I can't pronounce it, but there's an album that he also did vocals on. So it's unique vocals, but really cool ideas, avant-garde, cool shit. Again, the okay. name, it's a solo album. Uh, it's a solo album, but I can't. And, and again, it's in German. Every, all the all the songs are in German. I can't pronounce it either. Okay. So you'll see some like chick dancing in a ballerina. Set. Dude, I'm listening to Imperial Triumphant right now. Why don't I know about this? I've heard them mm-hmm. before a couple of times, and I remember being impressed. But beyond that, I need to go back and. Look it almost sounds like a. It's kind of like a portal sounding band. I was yeah, gonna say portal. It's cleaner yeah. though. It's definitely cleaner than Portal. I really haven't gotten into anything like Portal. Since it's not then, murky so, like yeah. Portal. It's, you're right. It's 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 a cleaner. Production. What the fuck? This is. It's got good. horns, right? Like horn sections. They, they have a bunch of different shit on. I mean, the drummer from Mashuga did some. Yeah. Holy shit! Really? Shit on there. Yeah. Um, the drummer's actually from another band. Uh, that was that is composed by john zorn called simulacrum yeah and he drums with uh the guitar player from a, a weird band called cleric he's just all an all-around sick drummer dude like i love i love it when a guy takes jazz and, and infuses it into metal but like in a in his own unique way you know what i hear from this i hear a lot of like um like a psyopus mixed with like symphonic black and death metal okay that sounds amazing that's a great and uh anthony i'm i'm, I'm impressed you keep keeping up with the I know. Can you just get the weird stuff? You know, you're bringing the weird. I've always been. I was going to comment on that. Yeah. Yeah. Bring in the weird of the Cali death year end list. Yeah. Trademark. I mean, I feel like you're a displaced New Yorker. Like, (laughs) (laughs) like he should be have a New York vibe to him. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I like my flip flops too much, dude. I can't go. I can't live in the in the city. You're raised like that, but you're 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 a New Yorker though. I could just see it. Like imagine Anthony like in New York going, "Hey, what's up, fucking like." That's the way I did. Looks. I did feel comfortable when we were in the, uh, the city on that bloodletting tour. I definitely <laughs> had fun. That you got that, that Italian blood, that fucking New York fucking hey. Italian blood. Hey, yeah. Um, Joseph, well, you got anything? Uh... Yeah, I got my best of 2020. My favorites. Um, so first on my list is the Igor spirituality and distortion, oh, yeah. which uh, I think for me that was the most 
like oh this is totally new um and just like good and i just loved what he did with metal and just expanding the uh sonic palette available being like a producer but just recording any amazing musicians he wants like erlen casperlin um and and george corpse grinders on a song but he does such amazing like there's that song he did the video for the like one of the animated videos i've never been able to count the timing of it it's like 17 16 but like a little more like 33 36 you know like something like not on and i just can't figure it out and so there's so many ideas like that that make that album really uh like enriching or just like fun there's just, so many treasures just ripe for like re-listenings and yeah and yeah so that one's my uh that was the most like okay this is new and then in terms of um kind of similar in a lot of ways but my non-metal pick is the new tigran hamasian um album oh fuck yeah dude i loved mere what was it uh mock root mock root. how do you spell it tigran Tigran Hamasian, he's a. Oh, I told, I turned you. I, I used to play that shit for you. He's the guy who like plays some Meshuggah style riffing on piano, but he shreds yeah. around that shit too. Yeah. Oh, I see. I'm, li- I'm listening right now. Yeah, he's like yeah. he's like a new classical or like new, new new music, but he's really influenced by metal. But he's a pianist mm-hmm. and singer. Jesus. And do you have a do you have a tune that you would recommend to like get started because i've never even heard this so. uh entertain me well uh, i mean uh, actually no yeah. i'm following the old yeah. album yeah so the old <laughs> album so mockroot is is great and what was so good about the new album is that he kind of brought in a lot of the older mockroot stuff hell yeah and, and and with new layers but um for the new album i think it just starts off with one of the best intro songs um, so levitation 21 levitation this 21. is uh the call with oh yeah okay, cool yeah from the call within and, T- and Tosin <clears throat> Abasi is like a guest soloist on the album. So Jesus. Oh, that's cool. Shout out to yeah. Nate from Ontogeny for turning me on to Tigran because I, I went over to his place one time and he fucking showed that shit to me, dude. And mm-hmm. ever since then, dude, I've been way down. Dude, with shout that out to shit. Nate in general. Like, I remember like going to his house back like in fucking 10 years ago and he's like, I'm working on new Ontogeny stuff. You want me to play you a song? And he just sat down in front of his thing and just hit a bunch of like, he called it dog shit, whatever the weed strain was takes like a bunch of bong hits and and like just starts playing like the most insane shit like in front mm-hmm. of me i'm like and he's all he's all and he handed me the guitar afterwards like well no dude i don't want to fucking play that thing like he just fucking like it was so good he's using all these like super fucking jazzy chords and um he, yeah i'd he, love to have him away, on man. soon i know we talked i've talked uh since the kind of the beginning of this and do I want to squeeze him in as soon as possible, dude, because I want to hear yeah. some progeny, some anomalous stories. He's got some fucking stories. Oh yeah, he's he'll be on that intertwined with us, you know, soul yeah. sunder, yeah, all yeah. that shit. So yeah, Nate will be on a very close. Damn, dude, these fucking lights are flashing right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he'll he'll be on a, a, a very near future <clears throat> episode for sure. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So just to close out real fast, I just I don't need to talk about these, but like other albums uh deeds of flesh obviously nucleus is like one of the crowning achievements of cali death and just like i don't know i haven't found the right word for it but it feels like the era is like formed now like we can talk about an entire like finished kind of period of time with it and then i like um, how you how you put it that way i was listening to that just recently like yesterday (laughs) and i was like uh it's like genre defining i think is the best yeah it is it's like 
it's a it's just freaking solid and i mean the it's just like it's just a grab bag of great riffs you know what i mean like it's just got like some really great ideas and it's, it's um, good from top to bottom i mean it's what's not it's to a, like dude yeah, yeah it's yeah. a lot of fun yeah totally it's super fun yeah. and and just everything good about death metals in there like every good idea that you can yeah. pull yeah yeah i knew everyone okay, okay and then um other so so dreamer hearing their music and and me joining that project so you know that those were 2020 releases so that's my like local shout out nice uh, that stuff is sick and then um from last year 2019 stuff that was what i listened to the most in 2020 was the cattle decap album death atlas and um shadow of intent melancholy uh they're like the sickest new band i just bought their uh their uh sweatshirt that that camo sweatshirt you you went for it man yeah i went nice. for it that was like whatever nice. 50 bucks so shadow of intent they're they they, they almost have like some metalcore leanings right yeah, leaning like, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Leanings. I wouldn't call them a metalcore band. Yeah, for sure. No, I, I remember listening to it and just being like, "Holy shit, this yeah, is yeah. some block it's like one of those uh, fucking metal." You know what I mean? Dan like, Can- it's one of those Dan Kenny texts, like, "You got to listen to this." Like, yeah, yeah because I remember hearing about him, and I was like, "Okay, let's see what the hype is about." And I was like, "The hype seems well founded." You know what I mean? I was like, "This seems <laughs> yeah, like extremely well produced." Uh, Especially really like cool they have stuff. this. They have some yeah. phonic stuff that kind of backs it up. It's kind of like this epic kind of like a almost like a demu mixed yeah. with like death core and do they death metal. yeah they're they're going for that epic tragedy thing man totally you know totally I mean? that's it's I'm, it's it's kids that like grew up on demu behemoth and yeah. that and then they're just like american kids like doing it but they're from america so that it's got that like new american metal metal core kind of like foundation totally but, uh, yeah. it totally works and uh i mean i Which... wasn't i've never really been into deathcore, but they are like almost like post any kind of separation like kids from my generation don't really have the scene designation difference it's just kind of like yeah just integrate all the influence that we like so nailed it and also yep. like you know metalcore was very much born out of you know like at the gates it's very much born out of like a lot of the swedish you know dark tranquility and fucking in flames and stuff like that you yep. know what i mean and yep. it was yep. like yep. american you know a bunch of young kids were listening to that and they made their own version of it exactly um with you know, pretty good su- success, obviously. You know Deathcore mean? Death is the same thing. And, Coming and, from and the same, kid wearing yeah. the Winter Sun and the Opeth shirt. <laughs> I'm such a fucking scene kid, dude. <laughs> You're like a prog fucking drawing meme, whatever those characters are that people make memes out of. Well, I, I had to bring my A game. I, I thought about my outfit quite thoroughly before I uh, uh, went on the Cali deck. Yeah, this, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, got, I got the cynic. Yeah, yeah. yeah chilling um so anyways i i went on a, a long one with a lot of shit so you guys- I'll, no, I'll, you- I'll segue on the for, for mine because you're, you're staying on the frog game and carrie knows exactly what i'm gonna talk about right now um i mean for <laughs> death metal obviously nucleus has you know I, that's been in my rotation like fucking can i great. can i guess two of them i already know you're yeah you already no, know i already know yeah. you, you know what right go now. ahead i'm sorry right I, don't mean to, I don't mean to so, um my, my my rush brain and my, uh, you know, coming from that kind of catchy, keeping things like what Carrie was saying earlier, kind of keeping things, you know, technical but catchy. Like that's like my favorite. As as I get older, that's like my that's like what I want. That's like 
what my brain needs like it's not um i know you, um like anthony's more like avant-garde like going like more like out the extremes and, like trying and to lots of hip-hop too and still though anthony actually showed me igor to his credit in like fucking 2014 or something he like yeah. show, he showed me like some fucking album they had and he's all check this fucking shit out and i was like what that's, the that's, fuck well is i've this? said it before dude it was mr bungle that fucked my brain dude <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it really was dude i mean yeah. i'm wearing the shirt right now it's like yeah. I, being a 14 year old kid and then you hear mr bungle everything's changed after that and then yeah if and and then it's like a crossroads if you end up digging that shit then you you it's you it gets solidified in you and then anything you come across after that that has that that flavor like you know that packing in as many genres of music as you can onto one album but doing it in a tasteful way and and like a stratosphere and yeah yeah and anything Jean Zorn I mean Naked City and all this shit it's like you just become so accustomed to it I I now just love it and accept it and <laughs> actually one of the uh, top three is going to be uh uh Red Fiction I've been listening to that a lot lately which is uh basically a stratosphere continued a little bit it's yeah uh, it's actually I looked really? into it it's Atomic yeah. Ape Atomic Ape yeah. is actually oh. the project that it used to be yeah, it just came out about two months ago. I just ordered it uh, last week. Yeah, dude, and it came out on uh, Zorn's label too. So oh, yeah. Joseph, check that out if you were Red an Atomic Fiction. Ape fan. It's it's Atomic Ape just with a new name and then gotcha. You know. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've seen Atomic Ape live uh, opening for Consider the Source. Sick. And, um, I mean, I know I like Jason Schimmel. Yeah, one that's of my who, favorite that's, guitarist. Yep. That's Red Fiction's main songwriter. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's fucking i mean he, and you know, i love chief. orange he's orange tulip conspiracy and... yeah yeah, yeah, yeah orange tulip conspiracy too. yeah um but number one fuck carrie knows it's coming um, i don't know it's between wait, two your, your yeah. number one is number four on this list is it okay i don't know it have might a list. be the uh, number four on the list is haken so number one's haken uh it is virus. it's not it's not i know i know it got song. over it got overtaken because yeah. uh <laughs> listening to that album in depth and understanding the the fucking time signature shit that they're doing on that and making it catchy and listening to it over they have the song called uh fuck it's a four-part song called the mm-hmm. messiah complex um it's actually shit, uh it's actually a five-part song oh five-part song sorry <laughs> it's on um, the notes bro <laughs> i don't have the notes but uh i mean oh, that's not man. even that's not, my favorite song on that album is called the strain but um the, the, that five-part sequence it's like winning on you know all the prog magazines and stuff it's like number one craziest prog song blah blah um to me they made it super catchy that if there's so many mood changes of up and down to like fucking yeah. like insane sci-fi weird nerdy shit to fucking it just goes all over the place to the heaviest fucking shit i've ever heard in my life yeah how like, about that guitar player man like, i know um, both, those guys, both those guys yeah yeah yep yep yeah yep I just like I just can't like I can't ra- I've, I'm slowly wrapping my brain around it and um, I listen to it daily still it's been six months since it came out um, I just so uh, yeah. Haken the they put out an album called The Mountain and I yeah. swear to God yeah that was one of the top influences for Under Western Sun was like oh damn shit. so yeah. it came out that long ago because I literally just got into them like a fucking six months ago yeah no because yeah that's right i'm a real metalhead you're you've been wasting your time bro no i had uh i i i just discovered him and i was like oh my god this is so good yeah um yeah no they're they're killer man 
those Brits. Yeah. yeah. Bunch of Brits. Those guys. And then, and then the, the sec- number two is obviously Caligula's horse, uh, Rise Radiant. Um, it's just, yeah, just the timing. Oh, he's giving the wife, giving the wife the, uh, he's got right. wife. Oh. <laughs> I'll uh, be back. You guys talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> Go for it. So, but, uh, I, I, Rise I Radiant. said it too fast, dude. What'd you say? Caligula's horse. Uh, Caligula, it's Caligula's horse, Rise Radiant. So, um, who's Caligula? Oh God, we don't want to go into that, but uh, that's a that's a, that's a disgusting side subject. But uh, okay. uh, well, I mean, the the if you want to go into like the myth, mythological Caligula, I'm not I, I'm not down for that. What, okay, well, what part of where what part of the world? What myth? Oh, Australia. Um, I mean, oh no, fucking Joseph knows. No, Joseph knows. No, I'm talking. About, they come from Caliglia. Australia. Caligula. Oh, Joseph. I thought you were Caligula. saying it's like the Australian <laughs> mythology. <laughs> Joseph, uh, b- tell him about Caligula. You, you got educated. I don't know shit, dude. He's a former <laughs> Roman emperor. Uh, oh, okay. So I'm Roman. literally looking at it. Uh, what did he do? He fucked and fucked around or what? Yeah, yeah. I remember in the movie Caligula, it's one of the more fucked up movies. Anyways, uh, um, if you want to watch it. There's a it, lot of fucked up back then. Yeah, there's a there's that that actually is one of the more fucked up movies. for. Well, wouldn't that be technically under the son of Aurelius? It like could, me. yeah. So yeah. Carrie's the expert here who's not here. Yeah. So that's he, why he we got, don't know what to say. He got you. wiped up. He got wiped up. <laughs> yeah. But uh the band no, that that band. album, that, that guitar player in that album, um and the singer is fucking amazing. The the, the singer and guitar player of, the, of that band is fucking ridiculous. It's just it's yeah, anyways, yeah. it's like the you know, Mashuga, they they basically were like, Oh Mashuga, cool, we'll take those timings and make it an actual epic album. Mm-hmm. and we'll we'll base all the timings around like things that are like you know incomprehensible for people to listen to the first time you got to listen to it, like 50 times and then um but we'll make it catchy we'll make it epic and heavy that's basically what they did so. so joel it sure sounds like you are itching to play some prog metal yeah uh, oh, are we going nice... down that road <laughs> based on your influences yeah so uh I don't know. Is it going to be on me to say this? Stuff well, or? I mean, I, maybe we should <laughs> wait for Carrie to come back. I mean, we're stuck without we're stuck without our guests for uh, a few minutes now. Just announce so. it while he's gone. <laughs> yeah, and then when he comes back, just don't say anything. All right, here we go. So yeah, all right, music. It's a music band. Oh. No, we were just laughing because uh, the, the um, now you're back. Oh, Carrie's got to get his ears in. All right, dude. So you're back. We were talking about uh, how much Joel's super influenced in t- by Prague lately and how it's affecting his songwriting. And we're wondering where, what that means and where, where, what the future of that is. Oh, well, I'm glad you let you asked, Anthony. Um, <laughs> and I screwed that one up. But. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so um, me and uh, Joel and and Casey or and uh, Trevor Stewart and uh, and Riley McShane, we're doing a uh, a new project called All Realm, and uh, it's going to be kind of a continuation of Son of Aurelius a little bit, but um, it's basically just kind of like some proggy, you know, metal stuff, and and we're hoping to uh, put something out soon i'm gonna say 
I'm going to say 2021 is where the rubber's really going to meet the road on it. Um, as far as, you know, getting the songwriting done and getting into pre-production and production on it and all that. Um, but uh, yeah, we're all really excited about it. And again, yeah. and it's, and it, and it's, it's going to be fun, I think. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. I've heard a lot. Yeah. I've heard a few of the songs dude, or at least pre-production shit. And uh, I was digging it, dude. I'm really liking it. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, I'm yeah. super stoked that uh, on top of everything that we got Casey to play with us because Casey kind of adds that kind of prog. Casey's got that prog mind with that, you know, the Neil Peart uh, tool kind of thing going on too. So, yeah. he's, you know, he's adding all this cool prog um, rhythm sections. is getting ridiculous. I love it. And There's yeah, it's going to be yeah. fucking something. Yeah, it's like Carrie's got his epic power metal <laughs> like uh you know flying on an eagle thing going and uh and carrie's got i'm sorry casey's got his uh his like you know cool accompaniment that's fucking mind-blowing man it's just, it's well really... yeah i mean it's like a it's like a uh a, a more let's say a more straightforward riff is gonna live or die by um the percussion that's written to it i mean straight yeah, up yeah, yeah. you know what i mean like yeah, it, yeah. it completely changed the whole vibe so uh yeah you know uh, writing the stuff with Casey is is gonna be a goddamn adventure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's gonna oh, yeah. be so cool, yeah, man. It's, it's gonna be dude. so cool. Yeah, and we got like Riley like sending us like these little whisper yeah. tracks and stuff, and I'm like, oh fuck! Like That's Riley is awesome. obviously Riley just yeah. brings it, you know, every time. And but, and Trevor, sure. who you live with, Joel, right? He's yeah, kind of behind the scenes for the podcast a lot, I think. But yeah, he's totally. shout out Trev, Trev, yeah. Trev, Trev, Trev Stewart. Happy birthday, bro. <laughs> oh yeah yes actually uh, when i got back to this shirt one more time sorry when i bought this i was with trevor we were on a date we were to go see miss bungle together <laughs> that's awesome nice. adorable we stood together the whole time and but he's an awesome out, he's an awesome bass player totally. and, uh, yeah, he, yeah yeah and yeah he's, he's playing bass he's, he's also very he's very unique too in his in his approach on things is very i've never met a bass player like him the way he perceives things the way he decides to write around things is is mm -hmm. I think it's I've never encountered a guy that's, you know, he, he, he the way he dances around things is super fucking unique. If you, and if you want to awesome, hear man. him play, check out Attic Arcade. Yeah, I was yeah. about to say Attic, Attic Arcade, Arcade is his band. Yeah. And um, yeah. he yeah, it's it's awesome stuff. It's man. awesome. And the, remember, and the I, new new Attic Arcade that he's writing. Right oh, now man, he was insane. He was just playing it. Um, Probably maybe could have heard it. He was just practicing about 30 minutes ago with it. But. Yeah, man. Now he's, uh, I remember going to see him live. Uh, we were supposed to play that show at the Crate Place with him, um, with Attic Arcade and Son of Aurelius, and um, we had to back out. But um, no, I remember watching him live. I was like, holy shit, man. Like, yeah. This is like a total proggy. It was with Spencer on drums from Son of Aurelius. Um, yeah, it was fucking next level crazy weird shit. Yeah, they were, they were in like astronaut suits when they were yeah. playing or like jumpsuits <laughs> totally. kind of thing. It was like they were in, uh, you know, it was like the orange suits from Armageddon. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> they, were wearing, yeah, yeah. they were wearing the Bruce Willis suits and shit. <laughs> totally. uh, dude, yeah. And I, I remember, and dude, fucking Trevor, man. Let's just sing no. the praises of Trevor real quick. Yeah, let's do it. He's like the guy's the guy's a badass. Uh, he is. He's an insanely good human being. And when uh, would any of our uh, podcast fans have encountered Trevor if they were buying merch from <laughs> Decrepit Birth or Sun yeah. Aurelius on Yeah. Yeah, he uh yeah. He, you know, he really 
um so his dream a long time ago is you know to go on tour and be in a touring band and then he uh, accompanied decrepit birth on tour and son of aurelius and was like fuck that shit i don't want to fucking go on tour <laughs> <laughs> he was like i'm good with my good job and i'm going like i'll play this for fun fuck all that yeah, but he uh, got a load of that shit dude yeah he got he got straight thrown in the mix with decrepit he was uh like we were you know going on some big tour and um he got to see what it was like on you know on the road and was like you know he's now he's super glad that he got to get that uh taste of it first rather than him his band getting thrown in the fire but uh yeah he's yeah no he, he was we were talking about it last night about like how you know he went on tour with us and he was like all right well i'm good and i would like to self-produce all my stuff and not deal with labels and not deal with all that shit like I don't, i'm done like i just want to play put my music out i want people to listen to it that's all i want yeah. But um, no, man, no, he's a fucking badass. He's helped me out so much in my life. You know, fuck. It's I, I bit, made a big post about it for his birthday last yesterday. But yeah, he's he brought me back to Santa Cruz and he got me a cool job and I'm living in this awesome house. And he's he's just one of the most, uh, you know, selfless fucking humans out there. Wow. Yeah, he's just yeah, he's part of the realm, dude. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is the yeah. all realm. Actually. He is yeah, all yeah. realm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. It all coalesced around him. You know what I mean? You guys are also in a realm band now. Join, join the the club because I'm in. Oh, transcend. transcend. <laughs> yeah, you guys are in all realm. Dude. And I'm in transcend. Oh, dude, it's like it's like an odious yeah. band. It's like odious sanction and fucking yeah. <laughs> odious construct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all I... realm. Yeah, no, no, no. Go on. That was Carrie's name. Carrie came up with that name. I remember we, we were, there was multiple names we went through, and all around we he randomly just texted me. Yeah, all around I, I, yeah, I've got a whole list I can bring up. Acidity. Um, <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, but uh, yeah, no, all realm is what I always called. Uh, it's it was the folder on my computer that was just like here's here's just all the songs. You know what I mean? Here's just all the stuff. It all goes mm -hmm. in there. It all goes in this folder called all realm one word and then i uh i pitched it to you guys you guys were like that seems fine well just doing i figured as like as you know when i saw it i was like it's got to be one word like a one no spaces all realm it's got to be one word like i don't want to i don't want no spaces in that i don't want like a i like, I not like the nice circular nature of all realm you know it just feels right i don't know but uh yeah. No, Carrie. Car uh, I'm gonna go ahead and sing Carrie's praises. Carrie, Carrie's. You know, he's talking about the old son of Aurelius. You know, songwriting shit. How he was nerding out on guitar pro and stuff. And Casey, I think Casey and Carrie are probably the best. Like, they know guitar pro better than any other humans I've ever seen. Them. Like, they'll be like, okay, we need to add the symphony behind it. We need to like, they'll just like, <laughs> like in like six seconds, just be like, oh, we'll add a symphony behind it. It's like super quick, and then like we'll go like. <laughs> And like I, 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 uh, I literally remote into Carrie's computer, and we would talk on the phone and stuff. And I'd watch him work. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? It's like, it's like fucking Rain Man shit. Like, it's yeah. insane. Like, guitar pro. I mean, yeah, yeah. Once you get used to it, man, it's like you know, yeah, you know, it's it's just one of those things that you learn, and it it becomes it becomes a strange. You gotta be careful with guitar pro because it can become, it can become a weird crutch. You know what I mean? Where it's like, yeah, you know, I gotta make sure I'm picking up the guitar and yeah going through this solo well, you're, you're not sure, writing you know things I mean? that are too technical you're you, like that's one thing that you've never done is like you guys both don't do you don't, you guys don't write above your playing ability if, if uh, you know it's always been like 
you guys understand the instrument matched to the guitar pro and you know like okay well we can write this and this and this will be doable we can do this and blah, blah blah it's not like let's make yeah. this riff that's fucking like like 16th notes fucking just sweeping the whole thing it's not, nothing yeah. like that well I, yeah i mean here's what i think is the actual like value of guitar pro is like when you're playing a riff on the guitar and you're like this seems like a cool riff but it would be one of those things where you just forget it or be like eh, whatever yeah but if you can put it in guitar pro and then just put like two dozen layers of harmonies on it no, i'm just kidding um <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. like if it, then you can then produce that riff on guitar pro yeah put some basic drums under it put a little bass line yeah you know we'll we'll do we'll do two rhythm tracks and then maybe we'll put a little little lead over it and all that stuff and then you can really assess mm -hmm. it as a piece of songwriting you know what i mean at that point mm -hmm. um yeah. as opposed to like it's just you know it's a way to just cut through like yeah. you know sit, sitting on a on a daw and doing <laughs> all that stuff you know well did you write on like power tab before no no, no when you dude tab? when i was oh, watching yeah. when i was watching you and dan fucking around with power tab it's just like yeah. i remember because uh there was a brief period of time where i was going to try and do some guitars and odious like way back in the furniture dome days and you guys sent me power tab stuff and i was just like what is this program yeah. what is this and it was all there it's, it, it, and at the time it was, it was like, like it was nintendo like, one like the first yeah no it was yeah it was like in a fucking atari dude it was a guitar yeah yeah, yeah. It, it was yeah. sick though i mean well you know it, worked. it totally worked um, for what it was i mean it's basically this it's basically the same thing but yeah <clears throat> um did we yeah. ever have a jam with you on guitar carrie no, no 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 well I play. Why do I remember a time that you? Yeah, made no, I played a couple, to play I, a couple I, songs. I I played a couple of tunes. I played um a synesthesia duet with Dan, hmm. which I made about seventy five percent of the way through, and I felt like Dan gave me one of those like, you know what I mean? Like he was kind of like, okay, that's not bad. It's not mm -hmm. bad. Yeah, because I mean, that was that's a tough one, dude. Yeah. Um, and then I played. That song is actually called Synchronicity, but I know it's the the inch you're talking about the Wait, the clean no, track, yeah. At, at the time, it was called Synesthesia, yeah. The, oh, okay, the, okay, the, okay. the the clean uh, classical yeah. tune, yeah. Wait, oh, am I tripping out? Oh yeah, it is called. Damn. Sorry guys, yeah. it's all good. Yeah, it's all good. Oh. Yeah. So um, and then um, the other one yeah. I played with you guys. I did play this with you guys. Was um. I think it was Vile Progeny. Yeah, Vile Progeny is the other one. Nice. Because that's kind of an easier song did, on did guitar, you guys, at least. Did you guys already mention how Carrie did the guest solo on the new Odious album? We haven't, <laughs> actually. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, dude. Yeah. That's definitely yeah. not foreshadowing in any sense at all. No. Well, I mean, it's, it, we try, I mean, it's like, I'm not thinking about Odious's album when we're thinking about 2020 because it's something that yeah. I did, you know? Um, but yeah. We could even anybody who doesn't later. know yet condemnation foretold yes there is a epic guitar battle between casey and carrie going on in that song that's just <laughs> a, a lovely back and forth that is a whirlwind mostly carrie on that so <laughs> dude that that, that was a, that was a ton of fun that was me commuting up to when joel was living in sacramento mm -hmm. going up there and uh recording all mm -hmm. the guitars 
like over and over again. You know what I mean? Like going back because, you know, stuff would not turn out so good. And I would have to like go back up there and spend a couple of days up there. And, you know, it was also just for a hangout. But uh, yeah, we got that done. And that, that was super fun. Got a little and injury in the process. I did. The first time I tried to track that, I cut my finger open. That's right. But I still tracked. I still yep. tracked, bro. Yep. Yeah. That's right. Got it. Took it took a page out of uh, Spencer's book. I was like, I don't care that I broke my ankle, dude. Let's do it. <laughs> do the Basically the same. <laughs> Can I just say, yeah, this, is, this is a very fun uh, uh, thread roll on, but I did want to point out that you did start out the episode saying you listened to Metallica, Master of Puppets, Interlude, and that is what made you want to play a guitar, and, and you were disappointed at picking up a guitar and not being able to sound like that. And then you just talked a lot about how you can't really assess music until like guitar that you're writing mm-hmm. until you've written it out in guitar pro. And I like I'm, where your head's at Joseph. Yeah. I'm, I'm, no, I'm very, yeah. I think that's very, you know, interesting that that probably carries over from the beginning that you first heard that and you like all the music you've wanted to write has probably wanted to be in that full glory of multi rhythm, multi lead guitar, just, yeah you're probably yeah. you yeah you're probably right about it i've never thought about that but yeah that's probably true it's just like i just want every song to be the interlude for master of puppets you know, <laughs> much, Sue me. you know what i mean it's like that's just that's what all music we should, should be. all have such dreams you know and my 13 year old head you know what i mean like that's yep. that's yeah that i i think you're right i think that's kind of what it comes back to is definitely hey, like you come on the cali pod you get you yeah. get my assessment you know you, get I mean, what we call, you got what we call you, joseph the professor that is yeah i was just gonna say you just had to sit in with the professor i just had to sit in with the therapist bro i mean let's be real here and dude. just to remind just people professor he, of psychology he, he actually is a professor at, that's true and so, uh i hear i hear we're gonna be neighbors soon I, i'm digging on that dude oh uh, yeah i should have uh yeah there's um uh, Eventually, yeah, we'll we'll talk about that. But um, okay. I'm not going to be mean, as forefront about my plans as I uh, have been earlier. So we'll, we'll talk about that at, at, when it's okay. when it's relevant. But, yeah. allegedly, so, allegedly, I heard that you were I heard that you were told, moving to Tucson. That's that's all I heard. Yeah. <laughs> I have distant relatives out there that uh, I'm gonna stay. No, um, but yeah, dude, um, your life and you know Metallica fanboy. That's everyone here you're you're in good company there's a safe space for you so here's <laughs> awesome hell yeah, yeah dude um, um what so so how fun was it with odious mortem tracking those guitars was that uh, like the most fun you've ever had or what <laughs> it kind of weirdly was i mean it was i was uh joel you were gone but i was just talking about i would commute up to see you in Sacktown, dude and yeah uh, yeah and it was always the, the main thing was, you know, you and me hanging out and going to like Dave and Buster's. And <laughs> but um, the other thing we would do is we would, we would track uh, the uh, solo for Condemnation Foretold. And then we would try to do some pre-pro for like All Realm. <clears throat> and uh, we were actually pretty productive as it turned yeah. out. You know what I mean? At the end of the day. So Kerry, Kerry, um, he, he'd come in with like a, a plan. Like we're going to take care of recording first. And, we're, and you know, we want to obviously go out and put all the beers in our mouths and whatever. But like, but first we have to like, let's be serious for a second. And we should get the, you know, pre-fraud done and just do as much as we can. Do some solo stuff. Do whatever we can. Like record. That was like the main goal when Kerry showed up. Was like, just record. We'll record for two or three hours. 
Mm-hmm. And then um, after like we'd hit a wall, I'd be like, all right, well, I guess it's Dave and Buster's now. From now on, like, yeah, what we would do. We'd just go out and just start hitting the town and, and doing all that stuff. But it always uh, it always worked well because it was a positive feedback loop, and that like you would then you know have six to seven to nineteen beers, and then you would come back and be able to listen to what we did. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, it was very important that what we did was good. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And and was gonna like be good enough that we could listen to it. And, and be like, okay, yeah, this was totally worth it. Totally. Look at us. You know what I mean? <laughs> that kind of thing, you know. Because we, we'd but, wake up, you know, Sunday morning and wanted, wanting to, you know, our lives were over Sunday morning because we drank too much. And, like, it was always good that we, like, started off with a positive. We got, like, some stuff done. And we got to listen to it. We got to, like, some things got taken care of. It wasn't just, like, oh, only alcoholism. It was, like, it was like oh man getting getting into the dark cali death <laughs> cali death indeed black and cali you know death. What i'm saying yeah, yeah black and cali death right now dude no but um you know because we wouldn't see each other for months and months so like you know carrie and i are best friends so we would you know when we get together it's like this instant like let's go out and hit the tent like we have to do like immediate it's like, an, yeah. like so we had to we had to yeah. stop each other and be like no let's get shit done first so yeah there's a lot of a- like yeah. trying to make up for lost time yeah. type thing you know what i mean exactly. where you're just like oh, well, i'm here now in sacramento so <laughs> we obviously need to you know go do debauchery all the whole time <laughs> but uh we were able to get uh the recording done and it was uh interesting i, I was talking to casey about this too you know um <laughs> one of the weird things on that recording was that um there was like um the main track this is how I always did it was I was like, okay, there's the main solo and then I'm going to punch in some harmonies. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know why that worked before, but this time it was not working. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? It just did not sound right. So what, and I was, I was kind of, I was kind of pushing back on this and I think Casey brought it up and he, I think you said like, Hey dude, like, why don't you just like, just, do the solo and punch in the harmonies you know like double the solo like a unison and then punch in the harmonies when they come in and we did that and it all it clicked immediately like it was yeah, immediate, yeah. Like, like and like the whole beginning of that solo like sounded way better it sounded way, all beefier it's like that nile thing remember how nile always used to say we use eight guitars to do one riff you know what i mean like they always did that four and, guitars on each side right? yeah exactly yeah. yeah and there's not a harmony it's just we double, use eight doubles, gu- yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and um that was the first time i was like oh god that sure does sound better you know what i mean um but yeah no it was a lot of fun and and um i hope to continue that's what i was writing solos for odious in the future could we get to the i was gonna say at the the bottom of this the first surprise wasn't the real surprise we got a double announcement oh shit (laughs) at the bottom of this page it says all realm and what and what odious more yep we brought carrie in full time but (laughs) Carrie Gear is an odious mortem. You're yep. looking at the full time clarinet player for odious mortem <laughs> right now. Yep. yep. Right and now. What live. a day to celebrate the, the day the clarinet was invented. That's oh, dude, I just <laughs> noticed that Joseph, too. 
God damn it. <laughs> That's why that was in my head. Dude, I noticed that while you were while you guys were talking, I was like, oh shit, he even put a little fucking factoid at the top. Dude. Hey man. <laughs> the, Maybe the, we the, need to bring you on for the fucking podcast too, dude. No, Carrie's like the most prepared person in the world, and he came on with a bunch of notes because he's a no, I, I I came I came in here with a, a loaded agenda, which is like I want to get on this podcast every six episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it, dude. No, I'm just so I, no, but, I um, honestly believe that like I mean I know we've been already been talking for fucking almost three hours now but yep. I think the ideas uh, that are in here definitely we should keep for for the part two because I like that idea like we could play around with some cool shit with the with the concepts and stuff the concept album yeah we're not going to get around to that tonight yeah I do I do I do have to go no but that's all good i was just about point. to say yeah. i was on that i was on the same side of that yeah it, it is what it is far, i yeah. that's why i was like yeah well it's all that was going to be a beta test of that concept yeah tune I'd in love soon to do it when you come back yeah, yeah. um <clears throat> yeah quick little announcement there we got carry gear on on the roster for the next yeah so um yeah i'm uh been starting writing some odious tunes and uh uh right my casey uh guitar stuff and and uh guitar pro yeah. and uh i think your doing... style is gonna fit yeah. really well with yeah the, fucking the so album, stoked. Dude. actually yeah. like hyper stoked on what you've already brought to the table dude for sure um it's it's kind of weird because it's like i'll just send casey some some rough ideas and then casey you know like uh, rearranges and produces the whole thing in a way that I could never do it. You know what I mean? In a way that I'm like, oh, maybe you should take all this all realm stuff and actually, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like uh, uh, take give your take on it. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, no, dude, I'm 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 super stoked to uh, be involved in Odie's songwriting and Odie's in the future, man. I can't wait. I'm stoked yeah, to put my voice awesome. on on those riffs, brother, for sure. Well, we we've been writing stuff since like 2007 or 2006. I yeah, I mean, yeah, back Casey, you and days. me, yeah, you yeah. you and me been yeah. been writing stuff for a long time since back in the Mandrake days, you know. Yeah, some so, of that, yeah. some of that will be and, on the new album, right? The yeah, the fourth and, album. Yeah, and so like, like we we took like a lot of old songs and riffs that we had together already, and like put it together and like wrote a ton of new stuff with it you know so the continuation yeah. of cali death dude yeah dude the genre's yeah, yeah, alive cool. and well dude <laughs> <laughs> well yeah. it's, like, it's, it's kind of like that yeah. i mean to not think i can't think of a better word right now incestuous way of doing things like yeah. how we but doing it that way in a way to make sure that we keep going the scene keeps going like we all have made like solid connections with so many people and 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 actually have worked with enough people that it's it's i'm i'm i feel blessed and spoiled with how many awesome musicians that i've actually like clicked with and worked with you know and i think that that has to do with our i mean i'm being a little braggadocious but our scene in general where we got just so many cool fucking dudes that really know how to fucking play. And all I'm doing is just fucking grunting all over their shit, you know, and you've done well for yourself, man. But I'm just saying, it's like, I, I'm well bringing, I, I always look at myself as something lower than you guys. So it's like, 
I'm blessed to, uh, yeah. to, to have come across all you dudes, and I'm really excited for the future of this. I like, think he's got a point. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, anytime Anthony's just, on the mic, man. Yeah, Casey, Casey with the hot dirt, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. So no, this is this is all really cool stuff. I'm excited. Totally. It's like and one thing I want else want to add is like the stagnancy, if that's even a word, the stagnant aspect of my career from cryptic. I mean, after like uh servile and not really doing much, you know, doing guesty on continuum and not really doing any shows and stuff like my love for it has been like regenerated totally you know like folded back into myself and now it's like a part of me again and it's something that i'm constantly thinking about right now and oh yeah man yeah okay so it, that's it, what you to, want dude that's, yeah that's no i'm magic right there dude. i love the cycles of life you know and 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 i'm going into a, a i'm in and going further into an exciting cycle right now. well yeah as we as we get older like it takes a back seat for a little while especially like you know when we were so young and it was our only fucking thing that we cared about back then it was like well you know this playing death metal and mm-hmm. playing for you know with our favorite band whatever the fuck it was at the time um realizing you can't do it financially financially you can't fucking do it so it's like you got oh god that's a hard that's a hard one yeah you're forced back into reality and yeah it gets you like you said it gets put on the back burner but it's still all it was still bubbling it was still simmering back there on low you know totally no it is for (laughs) sure no definitely and it's one of those things that you've always loved and it's it's always been in the back of your head and you wish there was more money in it but there's not but um you know if you get a, a, a stable fucking environment where you can keep doing it and fuck it fucking yeah, that's dude. might as well do it for a, it's a it's you know it's a hobby like doing like death metal it's a hobby it's not a yeah the real money's in podcasting <laughs> <laughs> once we get those thousand subscribers we're fucking we're done dude yeah. uh you use a uh, promo code uh, uh cali death at full circle burn all the way to wells <laughs> i'm gonna go to up to joel <laughs> and ask him to fucking cash me out uh, cash me outside anyway <laughs> well dudes what where are we at? we're almost three hours to be i think i think we gotta call it two hours but by yeah yeah I think that's that's we'll save that for the next video. one i think we gotta call you <laughs> we should call right. we should call well, it. hey i'll see you guys next time right definitely well, we're, we're gonna do we're gonna do 30 seconds after we we uh stop recording and, and say goodbye to each other though oh yeah yeah, yeah. a couple more minutes oh later. is that a whole thing it's yeah, well, audience yeah. shouldn't know about that though. Ah, uh, they do now. <laughs> <laughs> we br- we All broke right. the fourth wall. Well, we eventually, when we have our uh, yeah premium members will <laughs> to attend our. Can have the po- can, you guys can, can hear the post wrap the post wrap up show for five yeah. minutes? They can tune into that. Uh, Here he's got the baby face. I can tell he's got to go. So uh, <laughs> no, I'm I'm here for yeah. it. Too. Really, it's all good, well, dude. I I gotta get to work in the morning, so. I got to right, get well, out of here too. Cheers to the All fans. Right. Check out the website, yeah, calidef.com. Yeah, got calidef.com up there. Joseph's fucking doing great work over there. He's starting up his, he's got his blog going and, and yeah. a lot of cool stuff yeah. bubbling up over there. Uh, YouTube page is still cruising. Subscribe if you haven't, please. Uh, Apple Podcasts, if you want to listen to us, we're on there. Again, uh, five-star reviews are awesome. 
it'd be cool to read a <laughs> review or two i think there's only like one on apple podcast right now so let's get some i mean that intro review. is pretty cool yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, shout out to chris yeah. dreamer once again dude yeah chris cheers Fuck yeah and uh okay. we'll see you guys next week